0: Recording on the desk and recording over here in Zoom. Right. You know, actually, we should have asked our guests before because we normally like to to start the the episode with the the vibe, you know, build some energy. So (laughs) we'll, we'll take one special request from you, sir. For those for those listeners who haven't read the description yet, we'll keep this a surprise. But we've got a guest on the show today, so I want to find out from you, mm. a mystery guest. What what song are you feeling right now that that, that would set the mood for this interview? What are you feeling? What, what Jeez, you say, like the what song, say, like uh,
1: like local Mozart's Mozart's Thirteenth. It's really hitting the spot, what, right?
0: What, now. What, whatever's getting you up in the like when you when you when you when you feel like you need to get going, when you're in the gym, when you need to lift me up, whatever it may be, what's on what song? What song,
2: what song? Ah, okay. Let me let me let me let me find it because it's actually on my um my life songs right now. Uh, okay, it's actually a gospel song. It's called it's called See How Far by Victoria Orange and Nathaniel. Nathan, what's his last name? Nathaniel uh uh Basi or Basie and Danson Oyekan. Khan.
0: Mm. See, see, a man of eclectic taste, Dan. Are you seeing this? Uh,
2: have
0: yes, you that's, ever, that's the have jam round right it. <laughs> not not every day. I'm a piano, Dan. I, I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Sadly, I can't I can't seem to find that I can't seem to find this one eh? thing. This on thing. Said see how far
2: Victoria, It's called See How Far.
0: What we'll do is we're going to add that in post. We'll add that in post at the end of the interview. But yeah. <laughs> Dan, do you want to introduce Are you on Spotify? Again? What were you, you looking I was at? on Apple, but fine. I'll switch. Fine. Okay, you know what? I will not be insulted. Hold on. <coughs> uh, I don't want
2: to I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. Like, uh, 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 I mean, you I got looking? it
1: here. I don't know about you, Phil. I mean, you know. So, wait, So this is your turn up
2: song. Not, I guess it, turn up it, is is a good way, but you know, I think it's it's a it's a song for me for, that's for, just puts me in a place of perspection. Dad, you said how long this song is? For- yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's uh, uh nineteen minutes. Uh, th- this that's is wake up,
0: right breakfast, workout, shower, <laughs> uh, brah, change, and you're brah. not
2: even by the second verse yet. <laughs> no, not even. It's a whole day, bro. It's a whole moon, my (laughs) guy. It's a whole moon. Okay, (laughs) Uh, It I does
0: things, man. It does things to me. I show, show show up. So see, I have it just to prove a point. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Come on, (laughs) on. (laughs) come on. I don't know where you're going with that Apple. You know, next thing you'll be like, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't sure, my guy.
0: I wasn't sure. Actually, the song is there on Apple. I, I just didn't see the artwork. It's fine. But shout out to you. Oh, okay. Okay. As you guys can tell, we've got a very special and snarky guest with us today. Um, <laughs> we are that. We are that. Dan, why don't, you, why don't you do the uh, do the pleasantries of, of letting them know who we got on the show today?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Look, Phil. Uh, let's let's start off with our energy intro first. That gets us mm-hmm. in the right mood.
3: Mm-hmm. It gets Tongai
1: also in the mood. So Tongai, mm-hmm. don't mind me. I'm gonna make a few changes to my sound so that you can also mm-hmm. hear the energy we're on. All right. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I have to ask y'all. Y'all
3: good to go? Sound of the kingdom.
0: Watch
3: it,
1: watch it! Watch it! Watch it! Watch it! Watch it! Right! Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Two Broke Twimbles. My name's Danny That Guy, aka Danos, the Mad Titan, aka Denford aka Denimbi my life, your entertainment, aka Down with these streets. That's right, that's right. Let's get into politics because maybe a lot of people will be listening to this one. Let me be quiet. I was gonna I was gonna mention some rappers. Some <laughs> no, keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah. Keep going. They
2: got to think <laughs> <to it. laughs> that part of I was like, is this part of the look? <laughs> like one eye is like bulging out, like, oh man, I gotta take a picture of this. I do know. I need to <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! This is hilarious. Ah, no, Dad,
0: your screen was gone. frozen. No, I know. I've got the video. I've got, I'm going to send you that.
2: <laughs> okay. How does next level. Dad, yeah,
0: pay pay your salt bill, bro. Your, your internet was frozen for like a good 15 seconds in the most unfortunate position.
2: Oh god. <laughs>
0: But anyway, it's frozen
2: now. Like, what is going on with uh, this camera, man? This video. Like uh,
0: this, this might end up being a one-man interview at this rate. Uh times are tough times are lasting over there. But Ooh, let me get to it. I see it. I see it. He's here with one and okay. only the, the unmistakable, the irrefutable, the unquestionable Phil aka Flynn lost the big balls, baby. get pizza The newly coined Philon Musk, aka Pizza P, Sexington Lovu, DJ M and of course a shamware the Tengerewa dringy. And we're joined here by a thespian, a man who is uh, flying the flag high, doing big things across many continents, but of course, in Hollywood land, where he's, he's planted his flag and, and he's done as proud. You know, he's really, he's really put the work in, you know what I mean? My man's, my man's, he's, he's come from here, you know what I mean? From Harare to Cali, you know what I'm saying? Big things popping. Born in, born in Zimbabwe
1: where he made his name in Studio 263, uh, won a Nama Award for his role in the movie, Tanya Radzwa. moved over to South Africa, made an even bigger name in Mr. Bones 2 as the king of Kuvukiland, before deciding, nah, I- I'm done with Africa. <laughs> My man went, starred in NPCs, Crusoe, also well-known in uh, shows like Sleepy Hollow. Uh, he was in Whitney's biopic. He was in Eyes on Me. Happiness is a four-letter word. Palm Springs alongside Andy Samberg. One of the highest-rated movies, by the way. Antebellum, Another Life, The Jim Gaffigan Show, Mayfair Witches, and most recently, as the voice of Cheetor in Transformers Rise of the Beast, we have none other than Tungai Chirisa on the show.
0: Big up yourself. Thank you so much for coming to you.
2: That's 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 all y'all going to get. That, that's, that's as far as my my intros go. <laughs> he's in town. He's here. Live and direct, ladies and gentlemen. Live and direct, ladies and gentlemen. You are honored. So, you are welcome. Ah, we are you in. know what? So
1: before we even get into discussions, you know, some of the debates that we often have on this podcast include like conversations where we're like, is that person really Zimbabwean? For us to sit here and say, "Yeah, you know, this is Zimbabwean doing it," be like, are they really Zimbabwean? Though, like maybe they got Zimbabwean roots. Maybe they once visited when they were a kid. Maybe they're a la Chris Martin on Coldplay, who apparently his grandma once had. In this situation, you know, who, are, who are these people that you doubt about Zimbabwean? I'm just saying, Tinashe. Tinashe Kachingwe singer. I'm Zimbabwean. Yeah, she's over there doing things. Yeah, she's doing things. But
2: Zimbabwean, hey. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, I, know. I Yeah, I mean that. That's always a, a good <laughs> a good question to ask because I think it's all about your identity and what you uh, ascribe to. You know? Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. you yourself... have others that are born outside, but they they are very adamant about connecting with their with their roots. It's all about connecting with your roots. Come on now. Hip-hop with Jedi challenge. Finish. Listen,
1: it's an absolute pleasure to have you with us. I don't know if you had, if it had ever come across your radar, but uh, you have featured on this podcast a couple of times in the past. As uh, We have a little feature we call Zimbabweans doing it big. So whenever we notice our countrymen doing things mm-hmm. uh, around the world, uh, your name has come up. I, I think almost every time you've started featuring any of these shows, we... We had to drop a mention. So
2: uh. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yes. I've definitely heard of the two broke quimbals, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I think I, I, I heard something earlier on when you guys first kind of like came into the foray of stuff and I was like, okay, these are witty. It was nice, but it was kind of like in passing when I heard it. Uh, so when your boy reached out when I was home, he was like, yo, let's do it. I was like, Hey, let's, let's get up on this. Nice. And let's see what's good. Nice, nice, nice. The nice. brand is strong. Phil. The brand is strong. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I appreciate the support. I appreciate the love, man, because it, it definitely does mean a lot. Sometimes, you know, when you're out here, uh, you're just on your grind. You know, and you're quite oblivious to everything and anything that's outside this. So it's a, it's a good reminder when when uh, your fellow peoples kind of like give you a shout out to to keep egging you on. So appreciate that. I know, Very cool, what, man. It's a
0: that's what's up, man. That's why we, so, we're
2: here. We're
1: hoping that in this conversation, uh, we get to hear like the full story. And this podcast pays particular, like the, the main thing about this podcast is we we talk a lot about like uh, pop culture and what's going on, but we also like to pay attention to like the industry and the business and and how things are, how they how they work and so on. So if right. you feel anything's a little bit of a nerdy topic, we love it. We love to go. Right. Like, like, let's get into the weeds. You know what I'm saying? And it, as I said to you before we started recording, we're not here to try and gotcha or try to get a oh my God Tongaigilsa says the the strike must end or whatever now nah, we ain't trying to catch you or anything so if there's anything you feel was taken out of context or whatever we're happy to take it out of the podcast and I always like to say it on air so that our listeners know that you know we're not trying yeah. to we're not trying to get anyone it's uh we're just trying to get to know you and uh, hopefully learn some lessons along the way and especially for any creatives any aspiring actors anyone who's trying to like make a name for themselves if they can try and see this the the route that you took, and maybe they can follow the same one.
2: Mm. Oh, okay, let's let's go. Let's see what we're going on Earth today. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> ah. So, I always,
1: I always used to count you as an alumnus of the high school that I went to. But then, when I was doing my research for this interview, I was like, "Oh snap! It doesn't actually say there's no PE over here." It's Loma <laughs> That was my brother. My brother went to PE. Damn it! There you go,
3: man. Yeah. I have
1: been lying to people for a very long time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. My brother went to PE, Played for Tigers. He was a fast boy. So you know, I got him. I mean, the the legendary team. I remember when I was a junior. The the Kawazas, Jesus. Uh, I think he's now the uh, coach for the Sables. Yep. So that was that was his era and his time. So, yeah, I was proud to to go see him do his thing back in the day for P.E., you know. I low-key kind of wanted to go to P.E. because of that, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Hey, man, we're growing now. You know? <laughs> high, school, high
1: school don't matter no more, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the first time that we came across you was Studio 263. But had you done anything prior to that, acting-wise, or uh, anything that would have sort of got your name out there?
2: Uh, yeah, man, started in theater. Uh, and that's, that's the bread and butter. That's the, uh, the, the grounding for me, uh, I literally started, uh, where I, I did a cup, I did two years at Reps Theater, did, I think eight productions in two years. So I was kind of like really hungry and passionate about this thing because I, I spent two years just, just doing theater. Um, and then from, from Reps, I, uh, moved over to Theater in the Park with Dave's Guja. Mm. I think my first, uh, quote unquote professional paying gig was, uh, wedding night, uh, which is, I actually subsequently won, uh, the NAMA for best actor on that one. Uh, and then from there, I did a bunch of like, uh, Zimbabwe, the short film festival, the ZIF short film, um, initiative, did a couple of short films there. Uh, then it was Mopani Junction was a radio drama that got, uh, taken off of uh, uh, off air after a while. I think it was you know there's a lot of stuff going on in the country at the time. Um, yeah, and then eventually after all that, uh, you know, I think Studio Two Six Three had had just popped off, and it was kind of like a new thing. Because I remember even within the uh, the the art community, people weren't too thrilled about it. You know, I, I think the, 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 the big thing at the time was, Oh, we don't know these actors. You know, they're not even actors. You know, they just got like a bunch of young people for this year. So there was like a little bit of animosity, uh, between the more tenured, uh, artists versus, you know, this new group of people that were coming in. But, you know, I saw it as an opportunity. I was like, listen, I, I don't have TV credit like that. You know, so I'm, I'm trying to see. You know, this if this is the route that I need to go, and so when I when I got the opportunity to be on studio, I jumped on it. Hmm. Um,
1: so you you mentioned David Guja. Funny funny enough, I met him for the first time uh, a couple of months ago. What? Hmm. Fascinating.
0: What? Yo, uh, how have you got this long without meeting? Oh, Dan, you should be ashamed. Don't, why why are you saying that publicly? Just say you you met him recently. Just just say you bumped into him. Don't say you met him for the first time. I met him for the first I'd never met him before. I and and I
1: I didn't even recognize him. I introduced myself to him. He introduced himself to me. I was like, the Davis Guja? He's like, <laughs> well, it depends on what you who you consider. I was like, it's you. <laughs> and apparently he's based in Costa Rica. Well, I think he's here yeah. for now, but he's been based in Costa yeah. Rica. And fascinating man but anyway we could have a whole episode just talking about i'll it. have
2: you he, know I'm he's, a, on, he's, he's an encyclopedia he is that man you know the richness that he has just you know from historical understanding of our country just the background of his history and just you know what he's been able to do to bring theater to the forefront like he like he has over the last 30 40 years man it's it's it's, it's admirable so hats off to him, and you know these are the pioneers and the people that we stand uh, on their shoulders, and they gave us that opportunity. So they'll always be like my, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? He'll always be up amongst him and amongst other people. They're always going to be like the people that put me on, you know, and forever I'll celebrate them as the the pioneers for the industry, man. Mm.
1: I kind of love this dynamic that you described of. Um, shall we call them theater snobs? And you're not calling them, I'm calling them that. Um, I mean, I I think there's so many industries where that happens, where there's the people who have had the training and who have the credentials and who have the qualifications and they Mm. feel some type of way about, you know, the like this is just some random person who doesn't even know what they're doing. Mm. Um, And I mean, I remember Studio 263. We we all loved it, but let's be real. It's not like they, they were not, you know what I mean? The acting wasn't...
0: You know what I'm saying? I, don't make me say You know what I'm saying? I, I don't um, know what you're saying. What are you trying to say? I'm so say? confused. What are you saying, Dan? I'm, I'm so confused. I've lost it's here. I to Let's understand. Like, what, what, what do you mean? The, what, what do you mean? i like, supposed to read between the lines? It was poignant. Yeah, it, it was, was well-characterized, I mean, well-written, well-lit. What are you saying? It was a drama and it was enjoyable, but the acting wasn't top-notch,
1: you know? It was even at my young age, I could tell that, you know what? Look, let's just enjoy it and not nitpick too much. Let's just, do you think, do you think if, if Stuckman or, or other person, what's his name? Um, What's his name? Whatever. You know, the the, the, the YouTube reviewers, if they were reviewing Studio 263, they would not be kind. Let's put it that way. But they'd put it in context. um,
0: Let's also put it in context. uh, You know, uh-huh. to guy what, what do you think the production budget was? What do you remember the production budget for Two Sixty was? I I don't know, but I know that they have money. Oh damn it! They have money. I money. I tried I tried
2: to throw you some bail. I tried to <laughs> shoot you some. <laughs> no, no, nah, nah. it was well funded, and I think also like understand that you know the industry. This had been the next best thing since I think Yellow Card.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
2: And and you know the industry as a whole has been in a coma for a very long time. Um, but it was just like how when you know the 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 the, the last uh, minister Jonathan Moya was like, you know what we're going to make local content priority at ninety nine percent or whatever it was at the time. Remember how when locals started to produce their own music, we we're like, what are we doing? You know, because nobody had the opportunity to ever consider being a producer and let alone like being heard on radio. So you find like the the growing pains of of being given a platform that wasn't necessarily there. You know, it's going to get filled up with stuff, but that stuff isn't necessarily going to be uh, the best at the time. Now, you know, if if that had been, if that had remained consistent over the last 20 years, Zollywood, you know what I mean? And you look at Nigeria, same thing. Like you look at the quality of work that they have now versus what they were doing, you know, in the two thousands, vastly different. Mm. So for what it it was worth, I think the great thing is that it, it opened up the door for, for so many people. And those, you know, like myself who, well like look this is an opportunity and what you do with that opportunity is not up to you but it was definitely and and to this day the fact that we still talk about studio 263 tells you something about the industry like you tell me we haven't had another tv show that could rival or do better since then we do you know what i'm saying why why is that still like the the benchmark I would say we do. We
0: have Tinashi Mugabe's DNA show. Oh, is that
2: on is that on
1: ZDC? <laughs> yes, okay, it is. Look, a, please, please don't take him seriously. <laughs>
2: Just, um, okay. <laughs>
1: um I would argue that Studio 263 wouldn't have done as well as it had if they had used trained
2: actors. Oh, I mean, look, it was fresh. It was new. It was a huge uh, it was a big deal because that was the first time we've ever had like a, a telenova on Zimbabwean television,
3: hmm.
2: you know. So I think the 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 idea of it is what captured uh, the the nation, and it was hmm. really nice to see ourselves, you know, in a way that we hadn't seen it before, and you know, where there was like at least a, a solid production um, uh, behind it, there was money behind it. And so it was easy to kind of like sell the idea of this this new show. So it took Zimbabwe by storm because that was the first time and the first thing we've ever had really that, you know, kept us uh captivated for five days. Hmm. Hmm. Whether it was a good production or not, you had Zimbabwe watching 15, 16, 17 million people.
1: Seventeen million, but let's just say we had Zimbabwe watching. <laughs> well,
2: no, we had it like there was nothing yeah. better at the time. Besides WWF, it was if it was still going yeah. on there. Like no, you're yeah. absolutely right. No, I think I think it's as a point.
0: I remember like oh, it's anecdotal, of course, but the the two things that stand up. Because I, I grew up in Mutare, I remember this one mm. time Superman Diwanzi and I came. Uh, Dan's current boss, and he was at the super. Mm. He was at the service station filling up, and he had a a green. I think it was a, a Supra or some mid exotic sports car and literally it felt like the whole town stopped the thing is like it's right by the entrance to Mutare like as you come down right. pass, and it felt like literally the whole town stopped and converged and the only other time I saw it happen was when Tino Katzande went to Shell Garage and she was filling up her car then she walked into the Shell to get something and literally you could hear people Tino! <laughs> By the time she got out of the shell, it it literally was like was, like 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 a paparazzi frantic moment. And yeah, you guys really have the zeitgeist. I mean, definitely, I, I think uh, what dan's saying might have some validity, especially if we go now uh because now we have a reference point. Because we're like, wait, this is this is what tungai could have been doing acting wise, but this is where he came from. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we're going to look right. back at it a certain way, but without that. Obviously, there wouldn't be your career. The well, granted, the film industry kind of did stagnate a little, but it still did help propel people into the, the, the public light. So I, I, I think you've got to start somewhere. Like, oh yeah, I think I think a, a great example of this is like I don't know if you've been following the Melly Mel versus Eminem beef. Mm-hmm. It, it's hilarious when you get a chance. But in <laughs> short, Melly okay. Mel does not like Eminem, so Eminem threw some jabs at him in an Eminem fashion on 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 the song of his new signee. And they were very okay. poignant, you know, typical Eminem bras, a little, little, little pow pow. And then Melly Mel went and dropped in 97. You are whack Eminem, let me tell you. You're going to get rah, rah. And But without that 70s flow, <laughs> we wouldn't have the Eminem flow. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. So Dan, just think of Tungai as Melly Mel. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong, by the way. I didn't say that as a
1: critique. I'm just, to me, mm. it's fascinating, this dynamic of he is actors who uh, because you mentioned that there were actors that felt some type of way that here's like sort of untrained people who have got this these roles and you know obviously they feel some type of way about it but to me that's such a a fascinating dynamic because i think it happens in so many places um and it it, it's kind of a lesson as well that you know training and experience is important but it's not everything you know Mm. um I mean, you you yourself had a little bit of, of uh, experience already at that point. So, you know, you weren't coming in completely fresh, but some of your co-stars probably were. So, I mean, that was fascinating. Oh, yeah. It launched a lot of careers. Yeah. And, and I mean, look, I think that's,
2: it, it was, it, it's, it was a good thing. Uh, because again, uh, a lot of the people that have been trained were mostly in the theater background. And I guess with studio, it it's kind of like, you know your YA type type audience you know it was catered for you know you know the young adults to 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 um to like you know yeah young adults pretty much so you find that back then nobody is you know 18 years old you know the only thing you might have done was a, a theater production in high school you know and now this opportunity comes where they're like yo here's an opportunity to be a star on a TV show and you know that everybody's going to come and watch it so it was a new thing, uh, foreign for a lot of people, but you know, there's there's inevitably gonna be change. And if you don't see the tide, you know, switching up on you, you might be left up and you left out and you become a relic. So whatever it was that people felt at the time, you know, uh, it may have been justified, but it was a necessary change because like you said, you know, we have, we now have people that are very well known and it's kind of like in the same vein as, as, as um, dance hall. Now, you know, your popular people are your artists that are, are, are killing it. You mm-hmm. know, now you could also debate if that music is fire, is it professionally done? That's not the point. The point is it's doing stuff, you know, uh, from the music perspective and it will, only get better
1: man we can hear the keyboard the
2: keyboard in the in the instrumental but it's got the streets it's got Um, streets so you know it's got legs it's got legs and we need it we need it you know we don't have to be perfect we just need to uh we just need to um illuminate our identity through film and through music because once those foundations are in there Brad, the sky's the limit. The mm-hmm. sky's the limit. In your opinion,
1: um with a solid foundation like Studio, and I mean all the stuff obviously that happened before Studio 260. I mean, there were a lot of things that were on TV that had a lot of people watching. We had one TV channel, so everyone was watching, mm-hmm. you know. Why were we not able to build on that? Or were we able? Maybe I'm seeing
2: seeing it wrong. Um I think there's there's a there's a lot of um, reasons for it. You know, obviously the country went through a very difficult time, um, which is, you know, it's it's a growing process again for any any nation that's also trying to you know rediscover who they are, get on their own two feet, and and work through stuff. Um, and then again, like it's 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 a it's a cultural thing where was never taken seriously as you know anything else so anybody that did it was more like oh you're doing this for the leisure and just the enjoyment of it but um, the mindset of making or seeing this as an industry that it is uh still needs to be taught you know and so apart from that i feel like we just need more people well, I'm not seeing any more people to kind of like go to school and learn the craft, which is even though it's very important because you need, you know, I always say you need to have a basic understanding of film and television. That what you do in Zimbabwe, you should be able to do in LA because the template for it is the same, you know. But those disparities are something that we obviously need to look at, and it's good to know with the Zimbabweans that I know in the industry that are you know, at a level where if they were to come back home, they could do, you know, something really, really amazing. But long story short, apart from what we've been going through, uh, that needs to be reinstated uh, because it became an issue of survival. And it wasn't a, a place where a lot of people would be like, yeah, this is what I want to do as in terms of film and acting and stuff. Because it was like, where are you going to get the money from?
3: Hmm.
2: So yeah that's a long winded answer but you know there's just so many so many dynamics that came into play that uh has has the industry in a coma so to speak as it has been in the last twenty thirty years I think it makes sense it makes sense, and i mean you know
1: the film and t v industry is gonna it's 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 gonna just follow the route of the rest of the country and the economy in general yeah. i mean um if if someone is very skilled like yourself, you you've shown an aptitude towards acting, you are more mm. likely to go and find opportunities elsewhere because there, there aren't really that many here, you know? Right. And if that's the case for directors and producers and writers and, you know, it's like one day, you know, when things are a lot more stable here, the hope is that, you know, a, a writer or a producer or a director is going to, And I know there's some that are there now, and not to say that they're not Mm -hmm. skilled. I just mean that obviously you want as many as possible um, to to want to stick around. At the moment, it's just so difficult.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I think it's great. Like I've heard that there's now four new uh, TV stations, you know, that have opened up because you know, like in any country whether it's LA or South Africa, television is your nine to five. That's your bread and butter, you know that's why you find a lot of South Africans uh, have no pressure to come to LA because they're doing well in their home country, mm. you know? So I think for Zimbabwe, that's obviously the first step. Like we got so many, uh, you know, when I was home, I met so many incredible talented youngsters and it, it it really touched me in a way that's like, man, y'all shouldn't be, you know, on on the struggle bus like this year, you know? If you know as and when these t v stations start to you know churn out the t v the work and stuff that this is where you need to be getting your livelihood from, you know, so I think as people are growing there's a lot of steps to kind of like improve uh, film and television industry i'm I'm happy about this these stations that are around, but you know more needs to be done in terms of now uh churning out the work that needs to be that needs to be done in terms of writers and stuff and and just get people employed you know so we got to figure that out as as a barber because obviously the the uh, the model that we will use is very different from what south africa and the rest of the world uses but that's that's where our artists will make a living and we got to figure that out hmm. yeah i hear you man
1: yes sir um, uh, I'm going to move from Zim to your move to South Africa. I don't know, Phil, if you want to stick in Zim for a bit, but um, I believe it was 2006, 2009 rather when you... No. No, no, no. I moved to South Africa 2004. 2004. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, it was the plan always TV,
2: movies? You know, they say that when It comes to acting, you don't choose acting, acting chooses you, yes, of course. You're squash, you're, yes, you'll see, sir, yes, yes. <laughs> yes man, we have come to realize that you grew up doing these things, it's just in you, really. And you know, you just happen to be just extraordinary in the things that you do, you don't even yeah, know that we
1: stand, we, we stand stan a media trained king. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right what actually happened to a guy <laughs> no no for real though like you know I think acting was one of those things that i did a lot of the times and i didn't even know it you know so from doing improv uh improv work to doing voices with some certain friends and just constantly just being the 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 clown of of the class like you would have, like, I remember my fourth grade teacher was like, you know, you're really good at this. But I'm like, yeah, man, I'm I'm in grade four. Why are you <laughs> telling me? Like, I want to go play soccer with my boys. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But they always saw something in me that eventually would be 16 years old before, you know, my drama teacher at uh, Gandhi was like, hey, you really do have something in. So mm-hmm. for the first time, that's, my eyes were open. So going to South Africa, you know, shout out to Naka. And, and Tedza, who were instrumental in, in, in making this, this happen. Because, um, first of all, let me just underline anything that I say moving forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, when he says, I've got a plan for you, you just understand, and out and, and you can verify this with my brothers. Back in the day, I tend Toragama DVD. The DVD shops there, you know those trailers that they would have for like fifteen minutes, and the dude that was speaking, Mm -hmm. he he came from in the land. Exactly that dude. Every single time a trailer popped up, when they start calling out the names Denzel Washington, Mariah Carey, I would then say (laughs) You know what I mean. All I knew was like, guys, in looking how that was going to happen, <laughs> you just I just knew that what I was seeing is where I belonged. I can't explain that, but I'll tell you now. When God says I've got a plan for you, I just believe that and I just started running. So everything I'm gonna say from this, from this moment on, just know what the grace of God has been on this. From the time I went to film school. My dad, the only thing that my dad paid for was the stamp to send my application form to South Africa. Me and a boy of mine called Tafazan Jovan, who went to after Cape Town, we both got scholarships. Now that's a PE guy. That's a PE boy. Yay. Yeah, that's a PE boy. (laughs) But we both got scholarships. We found ourselves in SA and yeah. Pretty much the rest is history. I got money from places you would never expect from friends and people who were like, I believe in your vision. Okay. The only thing that they seen at the time was, I guess, you know, a one or two plays, you know, they seen, you know, kind of the episode on Studio, studio 263. But for them to actually come through with the finances to have your boy go to film school was nothing short of a miracle. Hmm. So uh guys, we can we can sit on that for a good minute. I don't want to get on my soapbox because I'm a priest that, but mm-hmm. just know I'm even shocked sometimes. I'm just like, Lord, is this me? <laughs> Here's a fun fact. I'm on set filming um mm-hmm. eye Zombie," mm-hmm. And this is my first day on set.
1: Wait, you were in that too? Iwangu. Yeah. What was that <laughs> <laughs> What are you saying, my guy? <laughs> what are you saying? Oh, as Justin Bell.
2: Okay. Come on now. Uh, this 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 is just, I mean, I'm probably skipping like so much, but I remember. Filming this, and in my head, the director's called Action. And why would tell me why my mind decides to go like, well, We're in America, my guy. <laughs> we're acting in America. He's been in this, he been in that. While we're acting, but my mind is like, Let me take a moment to take stock of where we are. So to this day, man, I, I'm i still pinching myself. The same thing happened on Transform. Okay, maybe I'm getting it myself. But the wonder of of this never ceases to amaze me. I still feel like the kid I was in studio. I sit in theaters here in LA, you know, and your are about to watch. And I'm like, guys, I'm eating popcorn <laughs> in America, guys. Watching yourself. Ed- you know what I mean? Like, it's still, it's still new, new. It's still like, wow, yeah, this is amazing. Revel in it, yeah. Revel always, in it, my man. Do your three. always. That's what's so cool. up. Oh, what's right. Up. So, woo. you know, see I'm getting all emotional now because I'm just like, mm. I'm, I feel it now. It's just like, I. There's no way I could ever say, the, yeah, yeah, yeah." take a look at me, man, I did this all, ah, guys, even to this day, I'm just like, I, 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 how, is it really me? (laughs) Ah, you know, Mm. it it shocks you beyond your wildest belief. Yes, you dream about it, but it's different between when you see it and you're dreaming it. And now it's actually starting to happen. Hmm.
0: So, so so, let's talk about it. You, you you touched on one of those moments where you, like you're on set, you're acting, and it hits you. When mm. else When else was did that happen where you're like, ah, but you know, every, like, I, I put this on my vision board, it's happening. Wangu, <laughs> we grew up listening to LL Cool J. You know what I'm saying? Name drop already. Mama
2: said, <laughs> you <out.">
0: Hey, love, <laughs>
2: did you moan up on my MTV? Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> Next thing, got lunch na LA, and she just saw him You know what I'm saying, bro? Make that make sense, my guy. Okay, <laughs> huh? and you know what? I'm chuckling to myself because as he's talking, he's licking his lips. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he
0: really does it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Tungai, you got to do this, man. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a Bro. NCIS. You know
2: what I'm saying? NCIS. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like, the the it, it's 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 hard to put into words, but when you see it, man, you're like, Yo, am I really living this? Is this really happening? Hmm. I'm talking to LL right now. <laughs> Al LL just dabbed me. He was like, "Oh, what's up? Good job." What? <laughs> 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 ha, guys, make it make sense. Make it make sense.
1: Okay, wait, so, wait before. Wait before we get to LA, I wanna let's let's let's. Be okay, in South Africa let's come back. Now. Okay, let's South Africa, South Africa. Oh, by the way, I I I I, I went over it quickly, and I don't mean to say it doesn't make. A, it's not a big deal. I'm sure a big milestone for you is winning the Nama. I think you won two Nama awards for best actor.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it was actually uh for wedding night that the the the, the uh, it was actually for studio two six three that I won for best uh actor for television and then wedding night, which is the theater production that I won the following year. Um so those were my two, and then recently it was the back bake to bake, man. Mm. Bake to bake. I was trying to go for like a two-peak, you know, when it comes to like filming television, ah, but they, they were hating. Cause I think yeah, mean, <laughs> man, I was on fire, guys. Another pizza. Another pizza. Ah!
1: <laughs> so, so okay. Now you're in South Africa. You're obviously looking for opportunities. How did you get to be on Mr. Bones too?
2: Ah, Mr. Bones. At this point in time, I'm now having an agent and a manager. So, you know, their job is obviously is to get briefs about productions that are coming up. So they send it to me. Ah, I put myself on tape. This was November. And then holidays came through and then like early January they called me back for a, a second uh, audition, this time with the, with the man, Leon. So thankfully you know, like all of us, we watched the first Mr. Bones. We thought it was amazing. We loved Land, and you know, I was just like I, I understand this man's comedy. You know, mm. so I walk in and you know, they had an issue the first time I went in, they had an issue. They were like, yeah, okay, you did a great job, but this boy's a little too skinny. You know, I was like, what, you so, you know, you haven't started making a moron. You're in school, so you're on that student life budget. Nah, guys, it was tough. So I was like, you know what? November to January, let me commit. Let me let me make, let me me scrounge around, get some money, and I, I, I went into the gym. So I legit just started working out just to, you know, just to get some sort of bulk on me. So I go back. I meet with Leon in the audition. And I swear to you, like we start the scene. And I think the f- the first scene is like we walk up to the 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 poacher who had kind of like uh, killed the, uh, our, our sacred dookie dookie, whatever it was called. And now we've got him trapped because, you know, you know, we're talking. So we're approaching him and we're speaking in the Kovuki language. Tell me why this goes on for like two, three minutes. Of us just vibing in gibberish. We don't know what the hell we're saying, but we are like (laughs) here. I think at that moment, I knew that I had the job. Because at that point, me and Leon were just like feeding off of each other. You know, and the rest was history. Like, we That's came dope. out, I think, 15, 20 minutes later. I'm now laughing with Leon. We've, we've chatted, we've discussed this and he's already talking like, yeah, so, you know, when we do this scene, let's make sure. I'm like, oh, what are you saying, Leon? cool? what's going on, bro? Yeah, and then the next day I got the call, got the job. <laughs> so,
1: um... I remember watching the Mister Boneses, and I mean, like all the Leon Chester, Productions, and all of that. We laughed, laughed at them; they were hilarious. But I think recently there's been a lot of conversation about, you know, in in a in a more, um, I don't want to use the word woke. It's it's, it's, yeah, it's woke. Been used so it's wrongly. Woke, yeah, woke. woke. You right? In 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 this current climate, mm-hmm. there's a lot more conversation about things like appropriation and na 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 na. And I mean. When I think of my memories of watching that movie, to me, it was just a funny right. movie. When I look back, I'm like, okay, maybe that, maybe that, but I mean, in general, it, it was part of its time. It was funny at yeah. this time. I don't know if you have, as someone who was part of it, if you have any thoughts over the whole conversation about, um, that kind of like maybe cultural appropriation or depiction of Africa through a white lens or uh, however they, you know, whatever kind of things that they speak. All about. I
2: say is that if we, if we had the ability to look into the future, None of us will be doing what we're doing right now. And I I, I rest my case. We're mm-hmm. called human beings. We are in the moment. We do what we do mm-hmm. then. Because this conversation, as fine and you know, it's a podcast. Who's to say that next year somebody's going to be like, all podcasts are illegal? And then now you're going to have to repent for your sins because you're on a podcast and now you have to go to jail. Like, I mean, to be fair, that's kind of, I feel like that has to happen.
3: Recording in progress. Going. You know what <laughs> I mean?
2: But at the time, it is what it is. Like, if we knew where we're going to be in 20 years, that's hindsight. You know, that's maturity, that's evolution. But I mean, if 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 like I say, if again, if if we knew what we were going to be doing 10, 20 years from now, if that if we had the privilege of that foresight, we would not be doing or saying half the stuff we would be saying or doing. Hmm.
1: I mean, just the other day, I, I was uh, gleefully rewatching Rush Hour. Sure. Oh yeah, hilarious. Yeah. But man, that does not
2: stand up like you couldn't make that movie now No, you can't make half the stuff that we watch now in fact 90 percent of the stuff like it's just it it, it's it's very much a very sensitive environment uh for anything and everything yeah so it's interesting how how we're going to be navigating moving forward as as storytellers you know because the, the biggest thing as artists, you know, is like we, 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 we speak on societal issues, you know, and we speak on those truths, but can we still have room for those re- all realities to coexist, you know, uh, before we start saying, well, I don't like that reality. Therefore it must be shut down. Who gets to, who gets to, to declare or decide that. Mm. Mm. So, so I think, I
0: think you touched on an interesting with the way you framed it. Um, and I wanted to ask, uh, cause it's somewhat related. Uh, jumping forward now, back, back, back to LA, maybe even in South Africa, as a Zimbabwean in South Africa and in LA, um, what, what, what was the cultural shock like, especially dealing with um, the microaggressions? Cause like, when I was in America, I used to get, like, do you get that reference? Um, your English is really good. Like, that's really good English. You speak so well. You're so well-spoken, you know. Um, what what was that like uh, for you, and how did you grapple with that? I didn't
2: grapple with it. You know, I, I think if you know better, you know, you, and if, because here's my thing, you know, if you know better about something, you have the choice of either being offended by how people respond to it or be like, okay, the fact that you're asking obviously tells me how naive you are, you know? So you are uneducated. So I can choose to be like, well, you know what? I can school you on how this is because of your luck, lack of understanding shouldn't shift my energy, you know, to support your vibe so I think I came in with this understanding and awareness um, so anytime I had that conversation it was more like, "Ah, right, here's an opportunity to educate you, bruh because mm-hmm. you probably don't know anything about any other uh, history concerning black people other than the history, if that of your own country how much more Zimbabwe How much more, cost course, because America, you know, they're, they're about their, their story. Very insular. Very insular. You know what I mean? So they, they, I don't think they are taught like we were, you know, we know about British history and the the Queens and the Kings. That's not what they taught here. I don't think, you know, Hmm. so. Anything at all, really. Yeah. So you can't, you can't blame them (laughs) if they are surprised because it's all the only People that they are contended to deal with are those from their own from their own backyard. So Mm -hmm. knowing Mm -hmm. that and where we come from, you know, like I always say, Zimbabwe, we've got two, we've got two accents, accent your boys. Mm -hmm. And then when we're at work, so hello man, how are you doing, sir? Good morning. Are you all right? We've Mm -hmm. all got it. You know, Mm -hmm. so you just Playing the same fiddle when you come out here. Okay. This is not my environment. So I'm going to show you. I'm going to throw you with my best so that, you know, you know where I'm coming from. You know, I'm a different, I'm a different vibe to what you're used to. So therefore, because you are curious, you're now your, your, what your biases are going to have to shift simply because you're not from around here.
0: Hmm. Okay. I don't know. That's, that's,
2: You're that's a patient man, very man. understanding. Um, Dan- good man, good man. This was- hey, mm-hmm. no, 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 Listen, guys. I mean, I'm I'm Zimbabwean. First of all, I came here as a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my job is to make sure that I do the best I can to live peaceably amongst the natives. And the locals, you know, <laughs> I don't need to ruffle no feathers don't, and just like, don't make no sudden you know movements. I mean? When I came into America, they said you came here on a special visa because you have an extraordinary talent, which is acting. That's all they want from me. My opinion about this, that, and the other, it's neither here nor there. Can you do the job we're offering you? you yes, do it. You and me are on the same
1: wavelength. You know, no know what man. I mean? You're I I I'm not here to try to change no, y'all, or fix no. you I know what I'm here for. Mm. Mm. <laughs> y'all do your
0: thing. Hey, so, so you know nice. what I'm saying? <laughs> Where my money at though? <laughs> <laughs> so here's a, um, here's another question that I wanted to ask. Um, definitely along these same lines. So in recent years, there's been a lot of, I would say, uh, it's starting to sow seeds of discontent amongst like black actors, even black. Black celebrities, black musicians, Native American blacks, about foreign black actors taking, um, getting leading roles. I mean, obviously, Damson Idris doing what he does, um, Idris Elba doing do, doing what he does, um, and, and the list goes on. Have you, you, you know, their brothers Phil, felt you know. any of, of those ramifications or, or or some of some of that negativity, um. From from anyone in Hollywood who's like, ah, here's another foreigner about to take a job that could have been gone, to, that could have been given to Jama or Dwayne.
2: <laughs> you know it. What? what what's that saying that Takura said? Negative energy, get away. Negative energy, get away. <laughs> Wambu. If you ascribe to certain things that don't belong to you, my brother, I come here just to wake up. So whether you like it or not, like I always say, you know, everywhere else, if a talented, talented soccer player comes from Zimbabwe and is doing exceptionally well, they celebrate you, you know, in any, whether that's somebody's that's that's got nothing to do with me. Hmm. Because if you start to feel some type of way, you know, that says more about you than it does about me. Because if you're threatened by the gift that I have, you have one of two choices. Quit Mm. or do better. (laughs) (laughs) Because you think about it, like some of your biggest stars in Hollywood right now. Biggest shows right now, the biggest movie is Barbie. An Australian and a Canadian are leading that. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let your talent speak. Let your gift make room before you, before kings. Judge me based off of why I'm here. If I'm acting, judge me on my, not my, not anything else. Because that's all I'm giving you, period. You got, you, you got to learn to, to bob and weave and deflect certain things because not every battle is yours. Yes, the conversation is there. But why would I let it affect me when I'm seeing everyone else benefiting and enjoying the fruits of the industry? <laughs> <laughs> Guys!
3: So,
1: Tongue, why? how did here you are in South Africa, you, obviously you did Mr. Bones Too started making a name for yourself, um I think you did a couple of other uh movies and shows in South Africa. Mm. How did the jump happen from SA to getting that exceptional skill visa mm. a- and hitting up LA?
2: So again, I, I auditioned. There was um which is very interesting. This 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 story. Uh cut it short though. I was going, they 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 were doing um 24, the TV show 24th, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. a mm-hmm. K- Sutherland. Ah. Yeah. So they were doing the final season in South Africa. And I remember I was yeah, up I for one of the one. roles in that. Okay. I was amped because 24 was like the hardest thing on television. And then at the same time, like two days after I was like focused on this, this one audition comes in. It's crucial. I'm just like, okay, NBC, don't know too much about it, but I, you know, Being Zimbabwe, you know, we read about Robinson Crusoe. We used to watch the cartoon, so I had an idea. Exactly, Robinson Crusoe. Crusoe. (laughs) You know what I mean. (laughs) So I remember seeing this thing, and the one thing that put me off was it wasn't being cast by the, the normal casting director that I was used to, like the big names that do the big shows. But this one was. So when this When this show kind of, when this audition for 24 didn't happen, you know, I was bummed. So I was like, all right, anyway, let me focus on this item. I see it. I go in and do the audition. And why it was, I was a little pissed off was because the audition was done in some little like backdoor room by a random guy. And I'm just like, what is this nonsense? You know, if y'all don't want me to audition, just let me know. Why you got to pretend like, you know, long story short. That happens a week later, I get a call. They're like, yeah, they want to see you. Uh, so they want to fly you out to Nice. I flew out to Nice. met the producers. Um, there was be- It was between me and this one other guy uh, for the role. And... The main actor was in there. So we had to do like a chemistry. This is when they actually have us do the scene in person, you know, so they can gauge, you know, if if the chemistry is really there, or if it's like fake. Ah, so me and this dude, we sit for like five minutes. So at the time, you know, being a young little college hippie boy, I had all these my, my bracelets, you know, my bangles and bracelets. You know, what would Jesus do? You know, scripture here. Cheat, cheat, cheat. Dude looks at it and is like, "Wong, you're a believer. I'm like, that I am, sir. What about you? He's like, yeah, I'm a believer. Game over. Based off of that, the bond became instantaneous. So even when we started to play off each other the, in the audition, it felt like we'd been, we had known each other for like years. And yeah, the rest is history. answer your question? So, so
1: it, it it did. So this is this is fascinating to me because this is your first major Hollywood role, and you're playing a starring role. You're not even like supporting or background extra or mm. like there's there's Robinson Crusoe and then there's Friday. Right. And you're Friday. Yeah. So like literally your first role in Hollywood is a starring role. It's a Starring role. Which
2: is I feel like that's a big deal. It it now you, you look back, you're like, whoa. Whoa, did this really happen? This is huge. And and again, like, you know, you start to see the, and I think Crusoe, again, every every job that I've had is a stepping stone. Like it, regardless of how small a role is, it's a stepping stone. It's got its own milestones. It's, it's got its own breakthroughs. It's got its own uh, important moments. But I think Crusoe, again, was just the one that opened me up to LA, to Hollywood, and to the world of television from an American perspective. Mm. Three months old. So I think I was like 80 kgs. By the time I was done, I dropped to like 70, you know.
0: Wow.
2: Because it's very physical and you're working long hours, 10, 14 hours a day, you know, six days a week. You know, so if you're not on set, you have to, you're learning, you're learning, uh, set pieces, you know, for the fighting and you got to learn, you know, stick, you know, cause my character had to do, you know, he had the bow and arrow. So I had to learn how to, you know, to, um, archery, archery, archery and stuff like that. So it was intensive, but it was the most fulfilling because it mentally put me in the space to understand what it meant to finally make it in Hollywood and the levels like I would say the Premier League in 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 England versus Premier League in Zimbabwe both premier leagues but the level of professionalism the talent that's there you know is next level so I was really grateful for Crusoe to put me on on the map um just mentally and and to gear me for what was to come what what, what was the next big
1: uh, big show for you. Big show movie.
2: Um, uh, I would definitely say you know, uh, you know, NCIS was amazing. Again, because it's 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 a good it's a good platform, you know, of working your CV. Uh, and then like all the all the all the guest star roles that I did, NCIS, The Hollow, uh, American Horror Story was another huge one. Um. That definitely, you know, let people know who's who and who was coming into the foray of, of, of acting. Um, but yeah, next one was, I think Jim Gaffigan. That was my, f- uh, that will, that would be my, my, mm. my first like American, uh, series regular role, uh, after Crusoe, you know, so seeing myself so, on So building, all the others were like,
1: Huh? All the others were like guest roles, is that right? What's that? Or like, all the others were basically guest roles. Yeah, guest or...
2: stars, recurring. You know, one or two episodes here and there. But this gotcha. one, you know, uh, uh Jim Gaffigan, the Jim Gaffigan show was was a solid, was a solid opener for me as well.
1: Hmm. And, and you had to put on a different accent for that one.
2: <laughs> for everything, man. Like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're in America. You have to put on the American accent, you know, because yeah, that's that's, that's to the bread the, and butter. Uh,
1: the the typical African accent, I guess, which is what what American audiences are saying Yeah, because
2: you know what was interesting. I remember going out for another show that I was really close to getting, and mm-hmm. this is obviously after the Jim Gaffigan, and then I kind of got to a point. I was like, "Look, you said you want me to speak with my natural." Accent, so I do just that, and the feedback I'm getting is like, "No, he was great. We loved his performance, but he just uh, He just uh, He just uh, Wasn't African enough." I'm like, "What do you mean? <laughs> like, like mm. no, not everybody speaks like we're from West Africa, and for them, because." You know, West Africa, Nigeria has been such a dominant force in Hollywood for so many years. That's what they were accustomed to. So now if you're coming in with your model A, you know, Gandhi accent, what's going on, guys? Y'all, yeah, man. Y'all, yeah, it's like, ah, oh, y'all, uh, Bruce, yeah, Bruce. It's like, ah, uh, they'll be like, hey, 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 what, what is this? <laughs> what, what are you doing? And you're like, no, but that's how I speak. He's like, no, 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 no. Give us, give us a free. We want that one. And you're like, no, but so... It was, it was tough in that, in that, uh, in that sense, um, obviously to the latest renaissance of where people have now started to really embrace diversity and different voices, which is why you now see on television and film, you know, especially in television where people are now just speaking with their accents because it's, it's the in thing now. And it's beautiful to hear the different accents from different parts of the continent. You know? Very cool. So when do you think that change happened though? Uh it definitely happened. Uh it's been happening, you know. I think with the first conversation, Oscar so white, you know, mm-hmm. and we can trace it all the way down to, you know, uh 2020, the George Floyd situation, you know, uh up until now. So I think it's just been a, a mixture of a lot of things and you know, uh, people talking about we need more representation behind the lens, you know, within the rooms. Um, and I think that kind of spurred this awakening uh, from even just how people look like, you know, you know, they from how it was, you know, back in the day, like every, you know, every Af- lady had to wear like straight hair and now mm. natural was in. So you find that mm. there was a, a definite gradual change. So within that, Even those conversations started to come come into play because anything that had to do like futuristic with its open play, they would, they, and to this day, to some degree, they're still encouraging people to come with their natural accents. Because, you know, putting on an American accent is already work for me, you know, so you Mm got to put on this suit and then you got to put on the suit of the character that you're now trying to portray, versus if I come with my natural accent, there's certain nuances and takes on how I say my lines is going to be different if I say it with an American, which then kind of adds the flavor that they're looking for. So um, it's still an ongoing conversation, but I'm glad that it's happening because I'll tell you now, in the last four years, I don't think I would have gotten half the opportunities that you see me in now if it wasn't for that.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
1: I have I have a lot of interest in uh, my next question. Come on. So that you you had a, a recurring role in Another Life, hmm. a Netflix sci-fi show. Yeah. So I'm I'm fascinated by how because obviously sci-fi shows have like production is a big thing. You know, you gotta worry about effects and sets and whatever. Um what was what was the set like? Was there a lot of, was it mostly um uh, CGI? Was there a lot of practical sets? And I'm keen just to hear the stories of how just how sci-fi works on TV.
2: Oh, man. You know like, about, boy, yeah. Sci-fi is my is actually, I think, my favorite genre uh, because it touches on every other genre, so to speak. You know, from drama, romance, horror, suspense, the whole shebang. But it's all in the science realm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, our sets were built. So everything that you saw was built, except obviously when you're, you know, you see the space scenes, like everything is green screen when we're looking out into space. Um, but, um, you mean you guys didn't actually go to space? Nah, bro. Nah. We didn't have, we, 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 we didn't have the budget for that. We didn't have the budget, but we could fly <laughs> to the orbit, but we we couldn't go into space. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get it. But yeah, man, I think it's, 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 it's fascinating. It's, it's like any other job because at the end of the day it's the human experience that's the most important so it's the story that's being told between human beings and space just happens to be the location where it's happening you know mm. so i don't know if there's, there's not much to tell but i think it's beautiful when you have to dress up you know in a space suit or you know you got the suit like i'm First of all, I'm a Trekkie. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm a, mm. a Trekkie. So, yeah, that long was... And Come on, y'all already know. Oh, hold on. Hold on there you go. Pop, pop, pop. Like...
1: <laughs> for our listeners who was, can't see what's going on. It, it was... Yeah, and, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're doing the... the, the I just done the... the, the God Star God, Trek... God,
2: God. Star God. Trek sign. But...
1: The live long and prosper. Live long and prosper.
2: <laughs> like, that was... You know, for me, it was like, ah, that's the closest I'm going to be on Star Trek right now. So, mm. you know what I mean? Let me enjoy my space fantasy. You know? And hmm. like I guess uh, again, w- 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 anytime I do a job, I come in with it with this enthusiasm because everything again, it's a um, remember? America, first time. Hmm. So everything is first time for me. So I'm hmm. I'm enjoying this journey. Where there's space, where there's antebellum, you know, I'm in it to win it because it's like, yo, where else am I going to be an astronaut from Zimbabwe? talking about Eastern Highlands
0: we have a space program and shout ah. out, I appreciate that reference shout out to shout out, shout out to ripping ripping the Eastern Highlands. <laughs> you know how we yeah talk. you know
2: what I mean and and that <laughs> was again to the, to the writers who you know talking about that diversity thing because they knew I was from they they deliberately put that into the script you know and if you notice how, you know, I started off with this American accent and as, as I gradually spoke, it ended up being very, Zimbabwean in the way I was speaking. And that was just an ode to, you know, the country. I, so I thank the writers for that. So it was a shout out to be like, hey, look, you can be, a, you can be an astronaut for anywhere in the world. And, you know, not only that, but you can be an actor and people will still value and appreciate the work that you're doing you know, even in America to give it, even give you a shout out for your character. So, I mean, and guess what? That's the second time I played a Zimbabwean character on, on, on mm-hmm. television. Let me guess. Let me guess. Um, uh,
1: uh, detective Davies. No,
2: no, no, time. no. I'm talking yeah. about in America. It's the second time I played oh, a Zimbabwean okay. character.
1: <laughs> so Which it was another, another
2: life and the Jim Gaffigan show. Ah, uh.
1: Oh yeah, except the accent was not Zimbabwean. But anyway, it's fine. Oh,
2: my guy, what are you talking about? It totally was. There's a dude that talks like that in my streets, <laughs> <In the> Mandara. <laughs> yeah, in Mandara, there was a guy that's <laughs> guy copy and paste. Oh. <laughs> I literally copied and pasted this guy. It was a persona that I'd lived growing up with in Mandara. I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's my dude, Nicholas Gungumbane."
1: from collage <laughs> um what another an- another genre that you uh, and I remember talking about this when when uh, it was announced you were on Antebellum and you've mentioned it now um i'm always curious during the acting and on the set mm-hmm. is the feeling of fear and and you know suspense does it Translate on the set as well, well that's purely post, you know, post editing and everything.
2: Well, yeah, I mean it's mostly post um, because you know, in between takes, you know, it, it, like you and me, I mean? mean sometimes talking. You got kids, yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I mean? Like ah, alright, we're ready for you. Okay, okay, okay. We'll finish this conversation and action, and you're doing your thing. Um, <laughs> exactly, but I think. <laughs> Because we're actually filming in Mississippi in the South on a real plantation. Mm. Okay. Okay. There is an energy around the South. Mm. It's palpable to the point where you literally could hear the ancestors. So now you're no longer acting because now you're in the same field that the enslaved Africans used to work you're touching the same soil that they probably were killed and blood was shed and their sweat is in it. Hmm. You're looking at these whipping willow trees, the ones with the drapes and stuff like that. And you're like, my God, these things have been here for over two, three hundred years. What have you seen? What has been hung from you? What has been hung from you? you? You're walking into these, these homes, these houses that were for the for the white man and his family and you touch mm. the same walls that the young little kids would probably touch and run away and and so when you now again reading it in a book and now actually experiencing it, when I say with things just snapped into alignment when now every word that you're saying, the way you walk, changes because you now understand the kind of oppressive atmosphere these men and women were living under. if they said no one speaks for a whole day while you're working in the field, because if they found you speaking, you could literally lose your life because you said something to a little boy. So when you now understand that gravity, the performances became a reality. Because I went from reading about this and understanding the history, but then when you're touching that soil and you put on them clothes, bro. Same thing with uh, women of the movement where I got to play the the auspicious character, you know, Mecca Evers. He was an uh, NWACP activist in Mississippi, 1956, Mm -hmm. I think. He was Martin Luther King before Martin Luther King. He was assassinated. We were in in Tallahatchie, Mississippi, where the actual trial for Emmett Till took place. We filmed in the actual courtroom. Mm. When I tell you, that town still feels like it's from the 1950s. Mm. You're walking around, you're just like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm." why is my skin crawling? Mm. Because the atrocities of that history is still there. And then to make it even more real, the photographer that was on set for that particular project was Metka Evers' real biological son. <sighs> you know what I'm saying, man? So... The gravity that it suddenly becomes more than just acting. It transcends to another spiritual element because I remember doing my research. I read his book, I listened to his uh, bio, knew the history of his family, but it didn't click until I saw his son. And his son has his father's eyes. When I tell you it suddenly made sense why these men and women fought the way they did, it was for the for the for the long livelihood of their children hmm. so now every word that you say has meaning every action that you say has meaning because even though i'm acting i'm like these guys were literally living knowing that any day a bullet could go through their heads hmm. so every 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 project comes with its own amazing experiences, which is why I never take for granted the opportunities that I'm given because you take away something from the characters that, uh, that I play and it, it leaves a lasting memory to be like, wow, what an experience and what a spiritual journey to get to a point where you kind of have a semblance or an idea even though their camera's in front of me and I could call like, yo, I'm too tired. It's too hot. Hold up. Where my water at? I can take a break. Mm. They couldn't. Mm. So you respect that history to be like, guys, we honor you for the sacrifice. We honor you for what you had to endure to give your children the freedom that they now are so enjoying. So mm. that's, In a nutshell, for me, acting, if it can do that for me, it transcends, prayerfully, it transcends in the performances. You know? Mm. So, that's why I love doing what I do, man, because you touch and you go to places that you as Tongai would never go to. Mm. You know? And the joy to bring that out and how you interpret it is, is, is both rewarding and satisfying,
0: dope. I mean, <laughs> after that, I mean, I've I've got a three part because there's so many places we can go, um, <laughs> right? And I'm enjoying
2: yeah. this, guys, mind you. This is this these uh, are it's like actually one of the best interviews I've had in a minute. So thank you. You know, we but do. we get that a lot. No, you know? do. I'm just, I, don't, I don't mean to like brag
0: say, or anything, ha- but ha- yeah. Have you have, have, have you been to the Black History Museum in Washington?
2: Um, where did I go? We went to a. I think that where was, I think it was in Washington. If I, if it's, um, where, when you go and you like, you
0: go down six floors and then you, for every floor, it's like a different era of black, of black American history
2: till you it, get to the top. I, we did something similar when we were in, uh, Mississippi. We had, I think it was Washington or, okay. But we, there was, cause they had like a, a whole Maker Evers like, uh, mm. section, you know, but. Okay. And the history, so, you know, the guy that was taking us on the tour just took us on the entire tour of, like, the history of the, the, the slave, slave trade and, you know, up until the civil rights movement. So it was... Mm. It's intense, huh? My guy. I I, th-
0: I think, like, as you're describing it, I, I literally had flashbacks. To the, there was a time we went to the Black History Museum, and there's this room, and the room is built out of an old slave ship. So, and... And it's, mm. and it's got the, the speakers are playing like, it's like, like you can hear the sounds of the sea and, and what, what, what the slaves would sound like. And I literally, I kid you not. I could only, st- I stayed in that room for five seconds. I walked in like, and I walked out, I was like, mm, there's, too, it's, there's, there's too much, there's too much
2: in there. There's too much in there. Yeah. So, there's so a lot. I
0: understand what you're saying.
2: There's a lot, you know, and that. So, I always say like I think it 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 will always be a good thing I think for for the country of America that classes should go on these road trips to the plantations and just and see and visit this part of history you know you may not like it but I think it's necessary for whatever trauma that America has in and of itself that they need to to face the most in, in you know, and, and uh, see for what it is. However you, you can deal with it is up to you, but it has to, you have to go through that passage. Mm, definitely. I think that advocates me, of critical that race
1: that theory, le- huh? you advocates of critical race theory.
0: Here you go again. I mm-hmm. was <laughs> <So, just> saying, <laughs> you know, so that, that, that leads me on to my second question. Um, you haven't discussed your, your, your acting style, but, um, there are obviously stories of like method actors who, who, who get into these heavy, emotionally taxing roles. Mm. And they are like, this has affected me like mentally forever. Um, Tom Holland recently, the, 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 the I'm getting the name of the show that's on Apple TV. I just saw the ad for it where he was like, after doing this show, I'm, I'm taking a break from acting for at least 18 months because this was just so heavy. Right. After doing antebellum, did you feel like, that mentally taxed or that mentally drained as well?
2: Um, well, I think physically, yeah. Because you do have to, you know, and I think every, every job requires a different set skill, you know, because mm. you can't be method in everything because some, some of the jobs don't require that. However, um, I'll preface it with this in the sense that any job that I do, one of the things that I, I I pray to God for is that He anoints me with the with the spirit to do this job well. Mm-hmm. Because they've got their ways of getting into because remember acting is spiritual guys. <laughs> you know you're you're tapping into an energy that is not you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know it's like a, a if you start to, like you say, when people start to behave erratically after a performance, what do you think that is? They've tapped into something that's not them. And so now they start to exhibit these certain things. So acting, in my opinion, is spiritual. So for me, I'm like, hey, Mari, reveal to me how I'm supposed to tap into this here. Because my other things, I may not necessarily come out of it. And I know friends that have been affected psychologically um, because they went, in, like they say, they went, they went in too deep. know what does, mm. what does the uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character say in um, that thing? Never go full. Really? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you might want to cut that out, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he's having a conversation. <laughs> nah. He's like, you never, you know, he was like Tom Hanks. He had but he never went full. So-and-so, you did this, but he never went full. You never go, but you went full. Like, know your limits. Like, yes, you can tap into it, but don't bring it back home. Hmm. You know, and I think psychologically, that's what we were also taught, how to learn to come into something um, and have the cautiously so that you know how to kind of come out of it. Mm, definitely, yeah. And just as a side note,
0: if you as a listener had Tongai Guy giving us a Tropic Thunder reference from Robert Jr., you have won the jackpot this week. Please come forward and claim your prize. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so
1: are you done? For you said you had a three, or, or can, I, um, can I
0: jump I, in? I, the, the last one I was going to say, like in Roy Woods, Roy Wood Jr.'s like latest special, he's got a joke, but it's very insightful. And in his joke, he's like. Um, and it's kind of it kind of taps into the method acting thing, but it's also just about the heaviness of the, the roles we're describing. Where he's like, Do you know how hard it is for a white person to be on in a slave movie? Because he's gotta come up to you in the morning and be like, Ah, Tunga, guy, how you doing? How's your evening? You good? I right, cool. Action,
2: nigger! <laughs> Goddamn <laughs> What's your name? What? The? What's your What's name, up? boy? <laughs> your name's Tommy! Don't look at me, bro. Y-
0: so yeah, I think that's the flip side. of It It must, it, I, does that affect friendships? Like, did you ever like, like after a scene, you just look at the boy like, mm, but guy, that R was really hard. That was a really hard <laughs> R. No.
2: It's you know, like you've been practicing, you know what I'm saying? That's where the trust like- thing comes in, man. Like, you know, thankfully, even with Antebellum and Jack Houston, he's actually become one of my best buddies. Ironically, we're on the same show together, Mayfair Witches. So we've got a camaraderie where, you know, we boys. And when you, when you are now safe with an individual because you have an understanding, even if he says it, you understand it's the craft, mm-hmm. you know? So if, if, if folks are coming in as, as professional as they should be, it, it shouldn't be a problem. I mean, you do get one or two people that might rub you the wrong way <laughs> in real life. So it might be a little difficult if you're not going to have to hear them say, <laughs> something towards you in character that you're just like hey, my guy (laughs) I'm not Mm. sure where that's coming from is that you or is that Mm. the the dude you play Mm. that's where a good improv comes in just yo I'm gonna improv fighting back just with this scene (laughs) 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 straight up bro like oh my bad I'm sorry I'm sorry I thought we were just you know hey
1: (laughs) listen while we're on Antebellum and while we're discussing these very important and deep topics I wanted to ask Janelle Monáe on set, uh, she had a top on the whole time. Or is this like a recent thing that she's pushing?
2: I don't know if you've been following. She's really free. I mean, I think Janelle Monáe, the, the, the actor and Janelle Monáe, the musician are two completely different entities. Got you. Got so you. I, you know, I understand. Uh, so we we know, Jan- I know Janelle Monae, the the actor. Um, and you know, when she came to set, she came ready. She came prepared as that. Um, you know, so that's that's that on that. Like, I mean, <laughs> don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> what? The, like the, the interview is going so well.
0: We're asking him good, insightful <laughs> questions. And then it you was to getting come too serious. You know, That's my problem. Bringing down the group average. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all so weird.
1: amazing. One of my f- favorite, one of my, like my my favorite, um, I don't know what to call them, comedian slash actors, whatever in Hollywood is Andy Samberg. So hmm. I was I was hype that you were starring alongside him, and the fact that it's a good movie is also very cool. Yeah, uh,
2: Palm Springs. So. Um, What's he like? Yo, Andy and no cap, man. This dude is like your everyday guy. Like he's the kind of cat like you would actually be like, yo, let's go for a walk. And you just be chilling like Mm. it almost like I, I related to him in such a way. I felt like I went to high school with him, you know, extra, extra chill. So chill. So, so chill. Cause even with the audition again, because I kind of, and maybe this is my, my style of, of comedy, but it's kind of similar to the, the, the quirky, you know, eccentric type of just off brand, you know, mm. and again, because I remember I went in for the audition. It's a callback producers and this, this Andy's in there. And because I've watched pretty much everything, like I, I get, I kind of get him. So we start doing the scene. So I think he's been there for a while. He's a little tired. And we start sparring. And you know, when Andy gets excited, he becomes like animated. Ah, this man is now enjoying this scene and we're just having the time of our lives. And it was at that moment, he knew he had the job. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean so it was just like again it, chemistry is such a huge thing especially with comedy like you just have to it's either you get it or you don't you can't force it mm. and so you know I was fortunate enough that me and Andy had that kind of like that that chemistry um, so you know it is what it is
0: dope dope dope, dope. <laughs>
1: So you you uh, you posted to social media a very cool story about uh, uh, your your role in Transformers, the oh, latest Transformers movie. Yeah, man. I, I haven't watched it yet. Have you? Have you? Got, have you got watched it yet, Phil?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. We were at the premiere, man. We saw it at the premiere. No, no, you, Phil, you
1: obviously. you made it, man? I mean, <laughs> Phil, you watched it yet? We we. Do you know what? We need to make it a a special premiere. For like a special special showing,
0: listeners. we can do it. Our listeners, ooh, ooh, that'll be good. That'll be good.
1: A screening <clears throat> of Transformers with Tonga Chiris. Well, he, he's
0: not here. But we, we, I mean, obviously,
1: he won't be here. But I mean, if if we, can, if we can, if we can, if we can, if we can get it, if we, you remember how we legally watched that other movie where we were all Did you just say know, it? legally the Zoom yes
0: yeah, we're, no we're, legally no yeah we're, completely we're, we're, legally we're, and above board be dope. that'll actually be dope because i think it's, it's still it's still in cinemas <laughs> yeah and then we can bout we can bout the cinema you know make sure tungai gets his residuals <laughs> yeah just on, yeah yeah yeah
1: oh, nice let's let's make anyway so so please tell please tell us the story of uh getting cast and uh and the NDAs that you had to sign and all
2: that. Yeah, I I'll, 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 I'll try to be as brief on this, but this is a, another exciting thing about Hollywood because you know this the beauty about Hollywood is there's, there's no one way of making it. So anyway, I get a an email and it's a, it's an NDA that like we need you to sign this, and I'm like okay, cool, and you know so the title is like Transformer Animation. I think that's you know so that's kind of like the throw off that they hit you with. So in my head, I'm thinking it's a cartoon. Why about? Mm. And I'm like, ah, bo, bo, tasana, tasana, the sites come in. And literally, it was like four lines. Okay. They're like, yeah, we want you to say it in your in your natural accent. Remember? Natural. I was like, ah, bet. <laughs> ah Okay. <laughs> Don't be switching it up on me because I ain't going Nigerian. <laughs> uh, so I do my lines, send them. I think no thing about it. A week later, I get an email. All right. Uh you got the job. They want you to come to Paramount Studios and, and, and put this down. So I'm like, bet, you know, cause I, I just signed on an agent to do like voiceover work, like literally September, October of last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, ah, my kid here, let's go. I go in. So I'm just chilling. So, you know, the trailer where they have the, the gorilla when it jumps into the, into the, into the water and it's pounding his mm-hmm. chest. So they had the image of it, but it was kind of like in a 2D, you know, 2D dimensional type vibe. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, it must be one of those yet. type of cartoons. Those, you know, because I see this gorilla. I'm like, all right, I know you, but you probably, whatever. So I'm chilling. Next thing, director comes in. Mind you, at the time, I did not know who this man was. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, all right, cool. Oh, okay. You know, and this, this is just, I was like, oh, it's a black director. Uh, this can't be no live action. There's definitely you no know, live action because you you know, you know I, I ain't never seen a black man helm a Transformer movie. <laughs> so he comes in. So it means it was like kind of in the, the back direction. of I'm your mind. like, cool, mind. cool. My name's Stephen. I'm like, bet, yeah. bet. Still don't know who this man is. Okay. Ah, he's like, oh, this is what we're trying to do. I'm like, oh, word, dope. That's that's what's up. That's what. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. And he's looking at me, and he's like, do you know why? Oh, What you what you what you here for? You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Transformers, the cartoon. Like, he's like, oh, you signed in India? I'm like, yeah. Why you acting weird, bro? Whatever. (laughs) So, so he starts to tell me all these things, and I'm getting animated, and and so I think he's like, "Mm, I don't know if we made the right choice. (laughs) So next thing he's like, all right, so let's just see. We're gonna play around. Let's see what you got. What you got? You know, I'm saying, and we'll, we'll figure it out. He leaves. So he sits in the booth and I put on the stuff. I'm like, I know my cake. They're like, okay, by the way, you don't, we don't have your actual clip. So we're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna show you what it is and what we, you know, what the scene is gonna look like. It's a battlefront tap da, da, da. So these are the lines. So they roll the clip. In my head, I'm thinking, ah no, it's the cheap cartoon. Mm. So it it goes off, clip comes back. And it's the gorilla jumping into the water, and then I see the two protagonists jumping in. Do you know that 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 moment in the movies where the camera does that funny special effect where it <laughs> zooms in and it's zooming <laughs> out at the same time because yeah. it's illustrating like, oh my god. I guy
1: realized it was Bro, real.
2: my God. <laughs> I'm seeing this clip in my head, I was like, hey yo, this ain't no cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this is the live action in my head. So I look back to see if this man is seeing what I'm seeing on the big screen. Like, yo, my G, <laughs> this ain't no cartoon. This is live action. Well, mix up a clip. my mix up a clip. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You mix them. up. See, you God, God. Like, So now I'm my my I'm I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I'm like, guys, this is Transformers. This is the freaking live action. <laughs> I was, it was on after that. I was in that booth for like an hour. I did my scenes, you know. So every time I'm doing something, they're like, all right, say say something else. They started giving me different random random lines. I'm like, hi, I'm going to eat this up. I do my thing. So now here's the kicker. Because the way he had said it earlier on, I wasn't sure if I had actually booked the job because of the way it was like, nah, let's just see what happens. You know, we're gonna, we're going to figure this out. I walk out, and then he shakes my hand, and he's like, welcome to the family. I'm like, mm. uh, what, what do you mean by that, though? Like, are you, uh, what, You're uh, in a gang now. You're in a gang. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Because I'm not sure. Ah, so I'm like, all right, whatever. Cool. Uh, I go off. So this is last year. This is, no, it was actually at the beginning of the, of the year, January. And then uh, two months later... I'd actually gotten off Instagram because I was like taking a social media break. Right. And it hadn't been like three days until my manager called me. He's like, uh, did you get off your Instagram again? I'm like,
3: yeah.
2: What's up? It's like, uh, I need you to go back on it. I'm like, why? It's like, and it's like, cause they transformers want to tag you. It still hasn't dwelt on me. I'm like, why would they want to tag me? And then it's like, <laughs> because they want to announce you as the voice of Cheetor. Mm. So that my was the official, the official, like, you really, really got the job. So, when I put it on, I put it on my insta. I opened up, turned back my Instagram, an hour later, they tagged me. And that's, that's how I kind of like, eventually got to celebrate with the rest of the world. That's what's up. So dope, man! Yo, Stop. you're now part of a
1: multi-billion-dollar franchise, man! I can't believe! Can you? Can- Yo,
2: rogeku Zimbabwe Hey, studio two six three. Gaya Gaya. Billy. Kwaniko.
1: So cool, man. <laughs> man! Very cool. Congratulations, dude, man! And 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 I'm I'm loving hearing about all these stories and and. I'm just hoping for more and more and more and more
0: success for you.
2: Thank you, bro. Yeah. See you there. You know,
0: um, you know, this conversation has taken so many pivots. there's actually a, com- a question I had at the beginning when we were talking about theater, and I, I totally forgot to ask it. Um, let me even let me make sure I bring up her name. Oh, jeez, I've lost the page. There's an actor, the, the 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 main actress in Swarm. I think uh, Dominique Fishback is. Her mm-hmm. name. Yeah, she was she was on the shop, and she and her and. Um, the main actor from The Wire, they were they were they were going back and forth and they're discussing the differences between theater and TV. And they were like, yo, in theater, because there's a separation from the audience and you've got to project, you sometimes have to overact so that they get your emotion.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: if you take that same energy and style to TV or movies, the director's gonna be like, Yo, what are you doing? Like, because the
2: camera yeah.
0: is right on you. Like, now it's not. not it's no, no more about the exaggerations, but the subtlety. Yeah, like how have you managed to, to to handle that
2: duality? I mean, I started in theater, you know, so I think I I I, I got my my understanding of moving and pace um, on stage, you know, and just to understand how nuances can still be felt. You don't necessarily have to see them, but you can still feel the breaks that you do, the the pauses and the way you deliver a certain lines. So I think with theater, it is kind of like the big, somebody's padding on the meat, but then television, you start to carve away at it, you know? So television, less is more, you know? That's why, you know, and you, you have the, the mechanism of the camera that's able to capture the slightest movement of your eye and it will tell you everything you need to know. Hmm. Because again, when you think about how we act on a daily basis, if you pay attention to how you read a, read a, a message from your, on your phone, you know what I'm saying? You're not, everything is internal and you might have the flicker of an eyebrow when you're reading something. Even when we're saying we're laughing, LOL, we ain't really laughing it's like a little smirk mm. or you're laughing inwardly but when you have a camera capturing the true intention of what's going on it still reads like you're having fun you know mm. and i think that's the major difference is allowing what's internal to express in a way that's going to be very interesting on your face or in your body so and i think that's just it it's just the awareness of self in the moment because like right now, as you're listening, you're like this, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to say anything else. If that was you getting bad news or good news, me as an audience member, I'm like, what does this mean for this boy? Why ain't he smiling like everybody else? What's he thinking? (laughs) You know, but it's, it's those little, choices that one that one makes that makes their performances really interesting because now the problem is that sometimes now in theater just like you did if i'm talking to you in theater something like "Mm -hmm. ah we don't do that in real life like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. nobody over exaggerates so i think just for me learning these little things like oh wait it's all internal man like what do I do when I'm reading a book? What do I do when I'm talking to somebody? And then you just mm. translate that with the knowledge for the next character moving on. So over the years, of course, I've done more, I've done more television and film. I think I got my 10,000 hours in. So it, it kind of comes a little more natural for me in terms of just picking the nuanced um, uh, performances. Mm. Do you have any desire to go back to theater? Oh, absolutely, bro. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I've been trying, um, um, to do some, some theater out here in LA. Um, but yeah, we're just waiting for that, 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 that project to, uh, that's right to come through. Uh, but yeah, theater is always going to be, um, the grounding factor for, for any performer. And it's so rewarding because it's just a, a good, Tool to keep the muscle sharpening, and your brain firing, mm. you know.
0: Mm-hmm. I, when, you, so, when you get out so, of so, you know, d- d- I've got some chops, you know, I'm just you know. What <laughs> <clears throat> light through on the window breaks? It is the east. And Juliet is the sun. See? It's like, okay, thank
2: you. We'll call you. Don't call <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be in touch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the worst.
0: <laughs> no, don't no, worry. No, we have, yeah. you have your details. Don't worry. Hey, we, you. we have no your details. Don't worry. We'll be in touch. Thank we have you. your details. No, no, we don't need a car. No, no. no, no thank no. you. We, thank we, you. can you can leave now. <laughs> thank you. We
2: got your details. Appreciate you.
0: No, the co- the coffee is not complimentary. No, no, it's not.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was
1: about to say, like um, one person I noticed uh, who does that is uh, Danae Gurira. Hmm. She. She loves theater. Like she, even though she's in Marvel, she's still like running theater uh, uh, projects and whatever back home and stuff. Yeah. Speaking of which, if you ever run into her, can you just ask her to look in her DMs? Um, this her guy, old number, this her guy, cousin's number.
0: this guy. This guy. Okay. You, 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 you speak about our podcast. Let me tell you a story. Uh, we are recording our first episode. Our first, first number one episode. That night is in Zimbabwe. She does an interview with this guy on radio. And then I'm like, yo, well, she's here. She might as well hop into the other studio and do the Mm. podcast. Mm. Dan of Afur, I know it's fine. She's going to come back tomorrow. She gave me the number. It's so good. I'm like, Dan, 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 she's on, she's, she's on walking dead. Right. She's about to, she's about to be out of here, Dan. Right. Let's, (laughs) let's get her now. Ask him, have you spoken to her since that day, Dan? Hmm? 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 Hmm?
1: Hmm. I put a comment on one of her Instagram posts meanwhile I've got a, and I grew a wall in my house <laughs> no Phil you gotta understand you know Hollywood it's its not how you think you know it's busy you know what I mean she was hmm. there with her agents and her publicists and she, she had she
0: was tickets. with her cars one person <laughs> <laughs> she was even driving herself
2: okay. <laughs> Uh um, ah, you fumbled eh,
1: by fumble. a <laughs> ah Dan are you fd yeah. yeah. I'm just saying if you bump into her, you know the whole Ah Zimbabwe ah, da, da, da. anyway, um <laughs> what's what's the fa- your favorite you've you've I've just going through your credits now you've you've been in a ton of TV shows and movies, literally dozens. What's your favorite? like the one that's like, yo, this is the best thing I've been in
2: Oh. I, I I don't know if I can pick one uh because I think I I've, I've got many favorites for various reasons. You know, uh whether it's, you know, opening a door, uh introducing right, me to right. a new audience. Uh Let me rephrase. Okay.
1: Um I don't know who's who's the it person. You're you're in you're having lunch with Zendaya. Okay. And she's like Oh my God, Tongai, you're like a really good looking man. Like you're an actor. Oh, damn. I haven't seen you in anything. What should I watch? What are you going to mention?
2: Ah, the, uh, the latest one. Transformers. Check me out.
0: You're, But it's just your voice. No, it doesn't, doesn't matter. The price has uh, gone up, Dan. The price has gone up. I mean, from there, it's you like, take some this somewhere more Okay. <laughs> He's, like, a, he's, he's not here to to collect the accolades, but obviously there was a nice. But are is that what special yeah. visa to do what?
2: To film? Come on now, come on! Uh, no, that, if not that, then Mayfair witches, because obviously that's my next big. You know, that's my. I'm a leading yeah. man on that thing. So on that on that show. So it's like, yeah, check check out my show, baby girl,
1: oh. <laughs> 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 with the little smirk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, 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 actually, now that you say that, who's, who is, um,
2: who is, you know, okay. to use, your words, to tiny, use your words, Dan, use your words sound the, it to out, Dan, sound
0: it out
1: <laughs> to the uninitiated Hollywood promises a world of glitz and glam. Hollywood is nothing but beautiful people who always seem to be immaculately dressed, Mary hair out of place Therefore Tongai I have to ask you Who That you have worked with Is the most beautiful
3: Oh gosh
2: Bruh
1: It's not a serious question man It's just a, it's a silly question First name that comes to mind
2: Bruh just- I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a go with my recent co-star man Alexander D'Addario man Come on now Come
1: on now, I, 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 am with you. I'm with you. you. I'm with you. There you I'm, go. I see you. But I'm recently married, so I don't know who that is. What's... <laughs> 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 um, no, I, the only reason I asked is because I was trying to think like who could you be at lunch with, and I. Oh yeah, I'm to
2: I'm I'm go with My recent post star. I mean, she truly is a beautiful soul inside and out. I think mm. you know. Again, somebody that Man, we grew up. with, not hear
1: this. It's okay. She ain't gonna hear this. It's cool. You know what I mean. You know what I mean, son. But
2: <laughs> she definitely, she definitely put me at ease the first first time I met her. We actually walked around New Orleans and went to grab something to eat. You know, so I think it definitely, um, you know that whole uh, Hollywood. I was I was fangirling or boy girling, whatever, whatever boy fanning, and she kind of boy fanning, yeah, fangirling, boy girling, boy. Basically Fangirling. your fanny was up and fan, up Fan Fan, fan boy. Mm. Fangirl is a
0: genderless term. Okay. It's fine.
2: All right. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, yo, <laughs> this is, I've seen your movies. But I think the way she, 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 I mean, the, just the, how cool and normal she was, you know, it also kind of like made me settle down and kind of get into who I was. And there's just, just having that nice, beautiful, organic conversation—that just is like, okay, okay, we can we can rock, we can rock, because mm. we we touched on some stuff that you know um, mm. opened my eyes on, on on so many things about Hollywood in particular. Mm. Um, and so it kind of—it's always good to kind of like hear from people that have been doing it for for a much longer time in, in terms of the scope of the the, the public gaze and you know the scope of the the projects that they've been on you know cuz we have this fantasy of what we think it is until you have a conversation with those that have been you're like oh okay well good to know cuz i would never have seen that if i was put in the same position so she's a real one for that
3: dope very
2: dope
1: um obviously everyone right now is talking about hollywood because of the uh, the Screen Actors Guild strike, mm. uh, the Writers Guild strike. Uh, and just in general, there's a lot of conversation about, uh, you know, money in Hollywood and the streaming services and residuals and uh, how much money people make. And we are by no means here to count your money or <coughs> you know, to look into your, look Pardon. into we your might, market. We might ask but, for a soft
0: uh, as Just a soft that. just, you know, we're good for it. We're <laughs> good for it. Just a small, small <laughs> something. But anyway, I mean, continue. I mean
1: i mean as someone who's who's in the world uh, um i understand you're not part of the screen actors guild mm-hmm. um so which hence hence why he is able to be on this podcast but um and two broke uh supports you know the writers and the actors um even though you know we don't know enough you know what i mean you're you're someone in there mm.
3: what, and that's what, yeah. what
1: what don't we know what's going on we always just assume, man, you're in Hollywood. You're making a movie.
3: <laughs> cha-ching.
1: Yeah. But like the stories that are coming out is that's really not necessarily the case. No. So from I'm, your perspective as someone it, in Hollywood, yeah, please tell us what's going on.
2: It, there's, there's definitely a lot to unpack. Um, and I mean, there's just this, yeah, there's, there's a lot, but like you've heard, they definitely are, you know, we're striking because the writers uh, definitely, you know, are fighting for, um, fair compensation in regards mm. to, like, you know, if I write a show and it becomes the biggest show in the world, you know, can I be fairly compensated, you know? Um, and just the writer's rooms, you know, because back in, you know, with streaming, streaming the way it's come in in the last 10 years has definitely changed the landscape, you know, because you find that on, uh, before that, we had you know the the networks CBS, um, AC, uh, NBC, and we have shows that have twenty two episodes. Twenty two F- episodes, kind of roughly equates to about nine months of work. You know, so it needed it needed a substantial amount of writers. You know, uh, you know anything between eight to maybe ten. I think um, I'm I'm just speculating, but it was a a large number of of writers. That needed, that were needed for nine months of, 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 script writing. Um, now with streaming, you know, the, the number of episodes have now dwindled. It was 12, then it went to 10. Now it's eight or six, you know, even as recently in South Africa, it's like three episodes, <laughs> you know. So you find that they don't need as many writers, uh, and they don't need as much time as, as they normally would, because now with eight episodes, you probably need, Two people at max you know with something less a, a writer can write six episodes by themselves so you find that what was once a, a fledgling industry has now being dwindled down to like uh freelance work you mm-hmm. know and so this is in a nutshell it's kind of like what they're fighting against because it's like yo you know how are we supposed to survive with this because and then somebody was saying i was watching um uh, An intern who came into the industry 15, 20 years ago uh, was expected to go rise through the ranks, you know, to eventually becoming a showrunner, you know, onto becoming a producer, et cetera, et cetera. But now they're saying that somebody who's been in the game for 10 years is now making the same amount of money as somebody that's just got into the industry three months ago. Mm. Because they've they've stripped away. Uh, the opportunity for promotion within the writing industry. So yeah. that's kind of like the nutshell of what they're fighting for and saying, look, we need a minimum of X amount of writers and a minimum of X amount of months for any show. And this is where I think some of the contention is happening alongside with the fact that they're like, look, we want you guys to be transparent with the numbers when it comes to TV, uh the popularity of a TV show, you know, because it's not mathing where y'all making X amount of money and you've capped us at this, and yet this show is doing these numbers. So, Mm -hmm. and so obviously the producers are like, look, you know, that's almost like I guess when it comes to corporate America, they're like, we can't divulge our numbers because that's for shareholders and and all that stuff. So that's kind of like the cusp of what they're contending for. And obviously with AI, uh, and that, that scripts, you know, AI that, you know, are you going to be using our material to, to feed the AIs to write scripts? So they're like, we want contentions on those things to say that that's not what y'all are going to be doing, which then flips over to the acting, which is obviously some of the, the concerns that we have that where somebody was saying, uh, I read somewhere where, the hope, the goal was like for extras in movies in the future, they were trying to do is you sign on and you're an extra on a TV show. You sign your rights away for your image for all eternity, which means Dan, you could be seen in X-Men today. And then tomorrow you could be seen in uh, in sleepy hollow as an extra and you'll never get paid for anything other than that one time that you've worked. Okay, so that's one and I mean, if it's X-Men, and then obviously okay. again with actors is fair compensation, but the contingency is also with this whole a i it's like uh how much of this a i are y'all trying to use on my image et etc. et cetera et cetera, so these are kind of like some of the pivotal issues that are that are prevailing, and you know the 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 producing the producers the the studios are obviously uh Having a tough time to to figure this out because when 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 you look at some of the the numbers that are being said, like all you know, in in a nutshell, if somebody says I read something, it's like we're basically asking for like three percent or like one point five percent of whatever profit that y'all are making, and they ain't trying to budge. So yeah, it's 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 a little gnarly right now. It's ugly. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, 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 it's, it's a thing that needs to be addressed because I think we, we as an industry dropped the ball 10 years ago when streaming came on because nobody knew what it was. And we kind of, you know, everybody thought like, ah, it's just a passing fade, like Vine or one of these little quick little, you know, like YouTube. Who cares about YouTube? But once it was under that new streaming media, because we didn't know what it was. And at the time, Netflix was still doing kind of like the DVDs where you would, you would mm. mail your DVDs. They weren't doing streaming yet or going into production. But once those contracts were signed, ha, literally like a year, two years later, along came Netflix, changed the game, Because now they're not not holding or hoping onto sales of advertisement um, airtime. They're coming from the tech world. Amazon, been selling products, you know, so they got beaucoup amounts of money. And so now they just started throwing money into the game. And this is why you find people like Shonda left ABC and went and signed like a, I don't know, seven-figure deal with Netflix because the money is readily available. Hmm. You know, so it changed the paradigm of the industry completely. So we don't get residuals as much anymore. You know, residuals are basically any time a show like Sleepy Hollow, I mean, uh, uh, Mayfair Witches, it shows in America. If they were to sell it to, into any other territory across the world, I will get some sort of compensation for it. But now. It's a once-off payment type of thing. So if they sell it anywhere else in the world, I don't get nothing. And residuals are basically the bread and butter for most actors in this game because you could book something today and then you don't work for like six, seven months. You know, So that has been eroded. And so we are basically saying, look, we need certain guarantees. We need certain things to be put in place. And this is the back and forth that's currently happening.
0: No, thank thank you so much for that breakdown I think there's also something We were speaking just before the interview And I was asking if you are part of the guild And you said no Um, So I'll give you my thoughts And then I'd love to hear um, your response as well I I thought like after a certain amount of acting credits You just like automatically got inducted So um, how does does it work over there With regards to like joining a union
2: um, Particularly like SAG No, I'm part of SAG so SAG oh, okay. cannot work. So there's, there's union work and non-union. And mm-hmm. majority of um, the work that you see on television right now is all SAG. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have, to, you have to be a part of it if you want to have the benefits of being part of the union, which is obviously better mm-hmm. compensation, uh, uh, certain rights, onset, how certain things should go. Because um, they're now protected by the protocols of the union, you know there is non-union work, which is apparent. I think there's more in terms of commercial, or there's more non-commercial, you know. Because with commercial non-union, you get buyout, so they'll pay you your hundred fifty thousand dollars, and you don't get another dime, even if it airs for the next three four years. You know, versus if you were to get a union job, every time it airs, you're getting something. So it it is in your best interest. Well, it was in your best interest at the time to be a part of it. Now, I think, uh, you know, people are kind of like hesitant and stuff like that because of how much diminishing returns you're now getting, especially because of the streaming uh, platforms that don't necessarily pay out residuals. But it's imperative that you are a part of it because for such movements like this, that If and when these deals are made, everybody's better off. Hmm. Um, Just to
1: maybe it's not necessarily uh, an issue of figures, but just to have a little bit of an understanding. So, flipping it back to what 15 years ago now when you were doing Crusoe. So, here you are, you're on NBC's Crusoe, um, having a, a, a pretty starring role. Of course, you know. As a new new actor to Hollywood, I don't know how your leverage would have been, but your compensation back then compared to what you get now for a purely streaming show, so like a Netflix production, like Another Life,
3: mm-hmm.
1: are they comparable or are you looking back and saying, like, th- this is a bigger initial payout, but the long tail of it, residuals-wise, uh, is completely different, too? Right. So, with- again... Please, whatever you, know, you don't feel comfortable
2: getting into, please. Absolutely, you're, you're, So with uh, Crusoe, mm-hmm. I was a local hire. You know, so I was working. I was in South Africa, working in South Africa. So they hired me as a local hire, which means that okay. the 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 union rules there are different to the union rules in America. Um, the the rules in in South Africa is basically, we pay you once. That's it. It mm-hmm. okay, doesn't matter again. You know, so. Um, South Africa definitely has its issues that they're going through when it comes to compensating, you know, performers and, you know, the industry is going through a lot Um, because it's not, quote unquote, as transparent as it should be. You know, and there are many despairing conversations that we can delve into at at a later time, but uh, that money versus, you know, for example, for another life. Another life, again, this is new media, uh, and with, with, uh, with Netflix, you know, there are tiers to production values, you know. So for example, Stranger Things, you know, I, I'll just give a, I don't know, don't call me, these are not the figures, but I'm just going to give you an example. Stranger Things, for example, for per episode, it, it can probably be sitting at one to two million to make one episode. Another life was probably sitting at 500000 to make an episode. So you already can tell like, the production value is vastly different. And the higher the production value, the more likely that you're going to get paid more. Budgets, budgets, budgets. So this one here obviously was much lower than that. But in comparison to Another Life to Crusoe, I was obviously making a lot more with Crusoe. And The biggest difference between non-union and union work is, so for 10 episodes on Crusoe, for 10 episodes, I got paid, I got paid the same amount for one episode on another life. Okay. So that, that should tell you just how vastly different it was at the time, you know? Where I'm doing a whole season and then I get paid the same amount for one episode, you know, on another life. And that was just, you know, it's just that's the disparities of kinda of working non-union versus working in a in a in an industry where the creatives and acts are supported and they're compensated fairly.
3: Fascinating.
1: Hmm. Nice. <laughs> so how, how, how do you think it's, uh, how do you
2: think it's likely going to end? Um, I think right now, I think emotions are, are, are prevailing. You know, uh, everybody's, is, is in their feels. Uh, but I think once the dust settles and people start to see the, the effect that it's having countrywide, because it's not just actors, it's not just writers, it's every other person that contributes to the functioning of an industry from the seamstress mm. to the transport person, you know, to catering. Um, it's it's a massive ripple effect. And, I, I, you know, the praise that once people can actually come to their senses and I guess appeal to their morale of, you know, 1% Decrease in your profit is not going to kill you, but it's definitely going to help millions of people. You know, and like I'm saying, I think it's it's, 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 it's a more of an emotional standoff right now because the writing is on the wall. I think some of the decisions that they need to make are pretty easy. But because eagles are now bruised, okay, like, all right, let's see who's going to come off tops. And it doesn't help if we're provoking each other and yelling nastiness because at the end of the day, you're still dealing with human beings. And, you know, mm. we can be callous with our words. So I feel we're we, we going to get there. Um, I think we're going to get to a, a deal that's going to be beneficial for everybody. I mean, mm. everybody knows what needs to be done. Let's just do it.
0: Mm.
2: Please. I'm praying because... If this deal isn't struck soon,
0: the deluge of reality shows that is going to hit us. I'm tired of Love Island. No, nah, real talk. At this man. rate is at, at this rate is going to be Love Island Zimbabwe. Uh.
2: <laughs> all things, all Love things. Island
0: too hot to handle, Kadoma.
2: <laughs> uh. special edition (laughs) oh
3: man
1: hey man this has been fascinating man Um, yeah thank you so much for sharing some of this stuff with us Uh, and obviously the hope is that that uh, y'all can figure things out over there Um, question let's just say let's just say you know the, the the big movie houses are like ah we don't have actors these guys are on strike Jenny how far we have uh, look a uh, John Wick five we need you to to play Keanu yeah. come on am I a scab if I like listen man
0: scab I mean <laughs> if, if I scab. just look at the scab look at the scab <laughs> crossing okay. the picket line
2: it, it, <laughs> if I just <laughs> Hey, listen, I think that's that's the question that you know everybody has been asking. Like, what can you or what can't you do? Um I'm, obviously, I think it's 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 frowned upon when everybody else is is sacrificing and you look at you hooligan just coming in and taking a job. I'm not in I'm not in your union. <laughs> hey, listen. I'm not in a- Hey, <laughs> look, I mean, if they come and say, Choma, come, come, come do this, and you're like "I want a once off. Ah, uh, go for it, my guy. Go for it. <laughs> if you don't ever intend on working in the
0: industry ever again, run, take it. That's what I told you. Exactly. <laughs> that key, that last sentence was the key that I told you about last week. Dad. Yeah, exactly. ah, you can take it. As long as you know, you like, never oh, hey, you
2: have, you've burnt your bridge. As soon as you step on set, you've burnt the bridges. No more. Or
1: have I made myself the darling of the studios and I'm going to be the first name on the call sheet for oh, Avengers 7. Oh, so how do you think no, unions work no, then? Then you, do you know who get, founded unions?
2: Yeah, you can be <laughs> the darling, but you know how uh what's what's that what's that social uh, the social mob if they come against you and say we are going to boycott your movie? That's all folks. That's all folks. That's all folks.
1: No, of course I, I wouldn't do that. I was just 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 uh, just hypotheticals here. Just hypotheticals. Um yeah, very cool. Hey, uh just two quick separate other things. I think we're about to wrap up, but we've been talking about your movie and TV career. I think we should talk about your music career. Yes, sir. Uh is that something
2: you still want to pursue? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a music career. Um I, I think music for me is is definitely a cathartic spiritual escape. I think it's the one place that I have full autonomy to just enjoy something for me. And I get to just release it as and when I I please. So uh, there is no set direction of how I want it to be other than like, I like this song, I'm going to sing it and I'm going to release it. If anything comes of it, I'm more than grateful. If nothing happens, guess what? it's my way to express uh, another artistic side um, of me. But yeah, there is no pressure to make this thing commercial. Um, yeah. Uh, Cause I, 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 I don't need that pressure when it comes to that, that area. I'm, 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 I'm enjoying the, the process of just releasing. Thank you. We don't need more Steph Currys in this world,
3: please.
0: You have your thing that you're doing. How dare you insult intuit? him? Steph Curry just released a song with his costa. What? Did he? He released a, a yeah. song? Yeah, Steph Curry just did a song with Toby Nigue Oh, okay. I
2: might need to check that out. <laughs> Why is Steph Curry... Steph Curry is doing music, golf, hey! Yeah, because no... Do your thing. You, think? you know, but that's the thing. It's like, if you are a creative person... Can I only cheapo charge you designer? What stopping you from bad. doing it? Uh-uh. On the journey, Urkona, you waiting.
1: No, 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 please, guys, do one thing, please.
2: No no no, 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 no. Even this, mm-hmm. this is not your only item. What else do you do?
1: This is true. I do multiple things.
2: Hey, so
0: I do multiple. Can I go for
2: cheapo cheapo if you've got the opportunity to do it? it? But keyword keyword
0: are in the cheap so th- We do seventy thousand <laughs> things, not because of love, and <laughs> because look, of capitalism. I, <laughs> you can't, I I
3: can't
1: believe you're sitting here and saying <laughs> and comparing <laughs> us. I have not sat at a table with LL Cool J or Alexandra Dadario, so or Janelle Monet. So look, I we are not We're not the same.
0: (laughs) We're not the same, please.
3: (laughs) Um,
0: What are you talking about, Dan? You see Miss Red every (laughs) day. How dare you (laughs) The second
1: thing I was going to ask, have you considered um, being behind the camera, Tongai? Production, direction, writing maybe? Is that something that you've ever thought about? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, I mean, we, I just... uh... There's a film we, we, we did, uh, just prior to the strikes in Zimbabwe. Uh, Rise, a short film that we were doing in Victoria Falls. Um, you know, so, I, uh, it's a short film, but I, I, come in as a, as a, as a producer, actor on that. I've, I, I've been writing. So the goal is to, is to come home with these, with these scripts. Uh, once we get that funding and, you know, just come and, and pop it off. Um, I don't necessarily have any directing aspirations as of yet. Um, You know, so you just, you just work with what you have. So I've been, so I've got some writing stuff and I'm producing some stuff here and there. So yeah, man, it's the next step. It's the next step.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Hey man, we need you to help us dig up a little bit this side. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't, don't, don't don't be a hero though. Don't be a hero. Don't, 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 close things off that side ah. you, you know i'm, I'm just saying we don't go no no we just turn your yeah, gaze here a little we, bit. we're definitely together.
2: burning the candle from 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 both sides you know there's a reason why i keep coming back home or you know and and south africa and working on productions out there you know because i they still value um on on telling our own stories and you know we we're 20 years behind south africa You know, Mm. so we we got a lot to do in terms of catching up, but boy, do we have amazing stories to tell. So I cannot Mm. wait until the world gets to, starts to hear the rumblings of what Zimbabwe is doing. And hopefully with this short film, um, it'll kickstart some uh, amazing journeys for not only me, but everybody else in the film and television world. Because we got plans, my Um, guy. um, I got a pitch. All right. You can have this one for free. Okay.
1: Young man, Mm. he's finally he's made it out the hood. He's finally got a good job. Right? He decides that he's gonna treat himself and his young family to their first ever holiday. He's never had a chance to have a holiday. What? So they go to Nyanga, and they decide to climb Mount Nyangani. And then he points when he's on the mountain. Horror horror movie. It's it's an escape movie. Horror movie. Everyone dies except him and his family. They learn something about themselves along the way, and they come back.
2: Hey, listen, hit, listen. instant hit!
1: You can have listen. that one for free. I got, I got <laughs> tons of these in here, man, overflowing. Wait till I tell you about the yummy, yummy. Hey, <laughs> no, but that one, nah, that one, we have to do an NDA first.
2: NDA first. Hey, look, the stories are out there, man. The stories are out there. We just, we just got to figure out. How best it serves us as a people and, and do it in a way that still it, it, it makes economical sense. Uh uh not only for us, but you know, for the rest of the world to actually enjoy it. You know, so mm. absolutely, man. Absolutely. Mm. Don't, don't
0: mm. I can't believe so, we've been talking don't for don't over. Green two like hours. Don't green light that com- Please forget, don't, <laughs> don't greenlight like that. Idea. Don't don't green light that one. No, please. Comedy. All right, comedy. <laughs> A young, it's a career young, suicide. Career suicide.
1: <laughs> a young girl grows up rich without really thinking about where her money comes from. As she gets older, she begins to discover that her parents stole money from the country, mm. and now she's conflicted because she's enjoying the life she lives, but she's
0: feeling some type of way because of ethics and morals. Okay Hilarity ensues Then a conversation With one of his private school friends Over the weekend Now look, is trying as a movie <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> But there's got to be more to it There's got to be like Some espionage type ish Where it's like Okay some no, no, people no, no. are not Coming to get that money back Because No run no, no the this, is, this one is headings, a sitcom You know what I mean no, this, one,
1: this one is a sitcom The deeper themes Are um, Dealing with family Versus uh, 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 Um uh a seeming um what do they call like obligation to mm. the community or obligation to your country or obligation to your fellow man or obligation to family family and that that internal conflict but not to take take a look at it too preachily that's why it's a comedy mm. it's a sitcom the way it will progress is there's a poor man who has perhaps felt the pinch of oppression who she falls in love with and now she has to hide the fact that she's rich because of the money that was stolen from him, but they dating, you know what I'm saying? That's dope.
2: Hilarious. That's dope. You know what my, my thing would be now? We need the competent people behind the scenes that know how to produce for comedy. Look, my
1: rates as an EP, uh, <laughs> they're quite affordable. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs>
3: No, 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 no. That's,
1: that's, uh, I like
2: that.
1: I like that. I like. That. I, to, I got tons of these, man. Like this that. thing is full. You know,
2: it would be interesting to see from a from a Zimbabwean um, perspective, for sure. But you can have that one for free, yeah, man. No, the I ideas are there. would be but allowed. The ideas are there. We need camera <laughs> for comedy. How do we cut and all mm. this stuff? Because that's where the skill set is is, is man, paramount. Definitely. To a success of the show genre, especially mm. difference between a multi-cam
0: um, and a single cam. Tg. Yeah, I was, was f- thinking It feels Epa. like more of
2: a, yeah. a a single cam
1: setup. Um, we're looking at a somewhat document along the styles of The Office because then you're able to explain some of these subtleties mm-hmm. in you know the, in the in the in the cutaway
2: interviews. It's just look. Come on, um, Nyora, Nyora, nyora. nyora write it down, and then you know can I kind of pilot you know I've
1: got, I've, got the, I've got the outlines of a screenplay down um, look let me just have a quick word with the chat GPT since <laughs> your colleagues are a little busy at the moment I, <laughs> that was a joke uh, I to any potential any writers out there that are listening I support your struggle
0: we know you're a scab. Your it's side. okay but Tongai, thank you so much man this is this is such a great interview thank you for sacrificing so much of your time i know you're a very busy man but this was this was a mag- magnanimous uh, i think is the word to use here very gracious of you um this is one of our better interviews man we had a lot of g- good energy good vibes Yeah. so man. for 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 the very few people who might be this 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 might be the rare occasion where the, this is the first time they've heard heard of you but they've come across you where can they get hold of you on the socials if they want to do so or which movie should they stream slash buy to guarantee you get the most residuals, which one is guaranteeing you the most
2: backend revenue? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. Uh, I mean, pretty much every one of them I've been fortunate enough that, you know, uh, but I'll I'll definitely say, man, Hey, look, if you want to see your boy, uh, uh, tap into another, other, you know, genre, you know, um, you know, sci-fi, psychological thrillers, you know, like vampires, ghost witches, you know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely tap into uh, the Mayfair witches, but my, my social mm-hmm. handle, I have uh, Instagram, Tungay uh at Tungay Uh I don't have the Twitter. I don't have the Twitter. I don't have the mm-hmm. Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Get me on that and uh, we keep it moving. All right. Blessings, man.
0: Thank you, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. and uh, yeah, we we'll ca- we we'll hope to we'll catch you soon. I mean, you, you come back to Zimbabwe. I mean, I mean now we can we can you know, pretend to be like, ah ha 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 ah, ha Wangu. That's that's are my you guy. In town? Wangu,
2: Wangu, there. Been a while, eh? It's been a while, eh? Oh, jeez, bro. Yeah, man. Good, so eh? yeah, man. I'm uh, back in uh, Harari, eh? So uh, let's <laughs> star. Uh, let's go catch uh, get a coffee or something, eh? Okay. Um, get yeah, uh, a quick draw, a brew, the, uh, yeah, my no. brew. absolutely. My bro, I mean, I don't know if uh, any guys from PE would talk like this, uh, because you know, PE, they're more like, yeah, man, you know, yeah, we just did a good game with um, uh, the lads did uh, really well today. Uh, you know, we fought well, uh, the Tigers prevailed, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, we look forward to our next game. It's like, guys, yeah. Well, and who, do that stupid handshake. That's
0: that, that, that <laughs> stupid. That that, <laughs> what, that stupid thing you guys do. That, that's just <laughs> the, that I I, So ridiculous. So sounds, ridiculous. Sounds and there will be grown like men in their forties. Yeah. P-
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys no. wish, wish you had that act, that handshake. <laughs> hmm. And you know, can I tell you something? If you meet someone who's from PE. Mm -hmm. and you don't know it and you're reaching out to shake their hand as normal it will just automatically go to that handshake and then you know without words being exchanged three feathers okay anyway
0: anyway so we don't care then ladies and gentlemen (laughs) boys and girls thank you very much for tuning in that's not the problem chicken ya (laughs) plaguá.
2: (laughs) ya (laughs) plaguah why are you proud about Three Feathers? Like, what's significant about Three Feathers? <laughs> the that There's episode, another episode <laughs> of Two Broke Twimbos? Chicken's <laughs> alopecia
0: over here, bro. What the
1: hell? <laughs> With actor extraordinaire Tongai Chirisa, who has graced us on this episode. Thank you so much for coming through. If you would like to support the podcast, twobroketwimbos.com forward slash donate, and you are able to subscribe to our Patreon. It's only $5 per month uh, minimum, but you're welcome to do more. Uh, and then we will add you to our exclusive Patreon group, Tongai, if you if you would like to join the group, you're very welcome to as well. We won't even, you know, we owe you for this, but um, yeah, no presh. um Yeah, if you would also like uh, access to behind the scenes information, to uh, any special that we do, uh, it goes through to our Patreon uh, tier. Uh, so yeah, 2 forward slash donate. Alternatively, if you don't have the money, perhaps you are a striking writer or actor and you are very worried about parting with that money, we still appreciate your support. All you got to do is just retweet, follow, like, just drop a comment. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, comments really help with our ranking. Uh, so just a, a quick comment and a five-star rating really helps. So we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's it for now. Please make sure you watch Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Um, it's approaching a half a billy, but we need more. We need more. It's still in the theaters uh, here in uh, Zim and in several other wait, theaters as well. Wait, half a billy?
2: Well. I said, didn't we cross already? What are you, what are you talking about, Blas? Uh,
1: last I checked, let me just let me make a quick what? check. Let me make a quick check, sir.
2: Ah.
1: Sir, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, sir. Maybe I was looking at uh, the at, new, uh, uh at domestic. domestic.
0: Is, let me see. He knows, he knows he's even offended. He's like, you are, you're taking,
2: <laughs> you're taking <laughs> money out of, out of my future paycheck. Are you mad? Uh, <laughs> sir, you might want to come correct to that one, sir.
1: <laughs> hey, man, it's 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 sitting at just under half a billy. Am I wrong? <laughs> Rise of the Beasts. Either. Or anyway, look. It's doing well.
0: It's doing it's well. It's doing well. It's doing well. Yes. It's doing very Please well.
1: go watch the new Transformers and, and catch uh, uh, Tongai Chirisa and that. Or watch Mayfair Witches, um, where he also plays a, a starring role uh, in, the, in that order. I will not personally because I have a very weak constitution and I won't sleep. Mm. Look, you know what? For you, I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it.
0: No, but no support, to to That's the support. Which I, I, just have click have and watch. Click. Mm. Yeah. It's all about the click and What I'll do, I'll buy, I'll buy it and then I'll just leave it plain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mm, demons. Philip. And the But yes, but um, we'll, we'll support you wherever we can. Thank you so much for the time. Don't forget, obviously, follow us on the social 2 Chart, Danny, that guy. Obviously, follow guy. support him wherever you can. He's been so gracious. This is one of our better interviews. But we're going to let him get on with his day. He's got a very busy, 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 busy week, month, year. um, And obviously a career ahead. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So more blessings to you, brother. More blessings to you. Thank you so much for being so gracious. And on that note, we out. Please say hi to three people. Wait, wait, wait. Please say hi to um,
1: uh, LL Cool J. LL, okay. Uh, Anyone else? Alexandra Daddario.
2: Alexandra, okay. Yes. Anyone else?
1: and if you just see Danai if you could just just check her DMs <laughs> just just check her DMs
2: alright I'll I, I, I pass hey, on thanks. the message that uh, these <laughs> three uh, individuals will get these messages from you <laughs> I oh,
0: oh. <laughs> yeah and, right, and right. that. on that note guys we'll catch you in the next episode we out <laughs> <laughs>